as of today, Resident Evil 2 Remake has surpassed 10 million units sold. The game. The game. So this is a hot property. You okay. know, people Why still like Why would they like start it. with two? Why not remake one? Well, they did back in the early 2000s. They remade they it on the GameCube. Ah. And then they basically put it out on some of the newer systems and kind of like tweaked the graphics. Like basically kind of like put a filter on it, made it look a little bit better. So that game still looked new enough. And honestly, that it's remake beautiful. still looks fucking amazing. It's fantastic. It's yeah. a great remake. So, so two and three were PS1, PlayStation 1 like kind of garbage graphics. So they, they redid those and those are... Phenomenal, and then Resident Evil Four comes out next year, the remake of Four, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I'm I do not care for Four really, but I'm excited to play again. That's the first Resident Evil game I remember hearing about ever, because a roommate of mine had it for the GameCube. Four changed the gameplay style and is pretty highly regarded. I don't necessarily need a remake of it, but I I'm gonna play it. Okay. Those remakes have been great so far. I liked all of them, so yeah, keep them coming. Just do Code Veronica. No, we're, not, we're not getting Code Veronica. Code Veronica did terrible. It's a great game with a shit story, okay? It's a lot of fun to play. <laughs> so just redo the story parts, and I'm in. Let's go. A whole new the game. lighting in this movie was amazing, but the story was shit. I don't know why it's not doing better at the box office. Well, look, this show also uh, highlighted those stupid twins from Resident Evil Code yeah, Veronica. Yeah, the Ashford twins. I have yeah. that noted. So maybe. Uh, let's, let's get into this movie, because there's a lot of really good game stuff in it but well, before we do oh boy normally, normally we check in to see what have you done since last time yeah we haven't all been here in one session in a while that's true have you guys watched anything since uh, last time you want to bring up let's oh you know what i watched totally unrelated to horror but i do want to bring it up a 80s movie called fire and ice it's an animated one the ralph so, bashke yeah sword yeah. and sorcery that was a uh, that was quite something that was an experience Uh, And I enjoyed watching that movie, even though the story sucked. (laughs) (laughs) What about Demon Eye, John? Didn't you watch Demon Eye also? I did watch Demon Eye. I have nothing to say about that movie. What a fucking yawn fest. You know, I think the most famous thing about it is the main lady is Amber Heard's assistant, and now she's famous for being in the trial. Oh, good for her. uh, That's probably the most interesting thing about Demon Eye. Amber Heard. um, That name sounds familiar. Uh, She's the one who took a dump on Johnny Depp's bed. Yeah. The she abuse trial. Oh, the Johnny Depp yeah. trial thing yeah. that happened. That whole thing. Oh, God, Jesus. Let's not talk about it. Yeah, that's not the, but All that's right. what probably the most famous thing about this movie Welcome is. back to the Grave Talk, your, your TMZ yeah. short list. You want to hear news six months too late? We got you covered. <laughs> Demon Eyes at a 3.2 out of 10 on IMDb. That is about right. Okay. Yeah. Garrett, do you have anything to bring up? Yes. I watched Brahms, The Boy 2. Oh, bad. It's terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. I went with the second one without seeing the first one because it sounded more like the Robert the Doll story in the, the f- description. First one's good. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So I fucked up. Yeah. You flip the coin and then wrong. Blew it. The first one <laughs> Capiche, was like a nanny, a nanny comes and a you know, boy and his doll. They treat a boy like a real, uh, the doll like a real boy. And I was like, that sounds dumb. And then the second one was like, a family moves into a house. Their son basically connects with this creepy doll. And I was like, oh, this is Robert the doll. Like, this is cool. And no, it's not cool at all. Brahms the boy too is trash. Yeah. I also watched again, come play, which has a bunch of creepy visuals is not the best movie, but it's uh, pretty fun. It's got the chick from Community in it. I can't remember her name. Yeah. The, Which one? Brie Larson? No. Allison Brie? Brie? Allison Brie. Yeah. Uh, the brunette or the blonde? Wait, is it the chick from? The Glow? I don't uh, know. Mad Men? 
Sure. All those names are names. Anyway, it's it's <laughs> now I don't even know if she's from community. <laughs> come come play. Actually, I don't know if she was anymore. Uh, come play was actually pretty good. Um, it had a lot of really good visuals. The story is kind of so so. It was a short that got adapted into a long movie, and I think there's some real good meat there. But the seasoning is just a little off. Um, but it was okay. And then Jillian I watched Jacobs. Jillian Jacobs. And she is from Community. She's the blonde. There you oh, go. Okay. Yeah. And then I watched Incantation, that new movie, that Korean movie, I think it is, on Netflix that everyone's raving about and be like, oh my God, bro, you can't make it through this. That shit is creepy as fuck. Is it a zombie? Uh, it's kind of like a, you know, ritual. I don't want to explain anything because it's too, but let's just say this. It's about like some rituals. It's about like, you know, what you see. Is it there? Is it isn't there? Are you seeing things you want to see based off, you know, things that happen? I recommend watching it with the subtitles and the original audio because the voiceover is not great. It does not seem to match at all for me. And it was really bad. I had to take it off the dub. So watch wow. it with the subtitles, which is difficult because so much of this movie is visual creepiness, but it flowed that much better for me. But this movie is is like being it's making the rounds on the TikToks if you will. The tickety talks On the Instagrams. Mm. And everyone's like, bro, you can't make it through this movie, blah, blah. It's pretty fucking creepy looking. Like, it's got a lot of really badass jump scares. It's got a lot of, like, just just wild visuals that really fucked me up. Mm-hmm. Um, story's decent. Nothing too new. I recommend checking it out. It's on Netflix also. Okay. But I think it's also kind of like Bird Box, though. It's suffering from, you know, social media hype. I don't think it's quite what people are making it out to be, but it is pretty freaky, so... If you're looking for a freaky visual Asian horror film, woo, incantation. Yeah. But anyway, we're talking about Welcome to Raccoon City, the 2021 film, and this one stars Kaya Scodelario as Rare, Rare Cledfield, I almost said. <laughs> Rare Cledfield. Rare. <laughs> Claire Redfield. Hannah John Kamen as Jill Valentine. Robbie Amell as Chris Redfield. Tom Hopper as Albert Wesker. Avon Josia as Leon Kennedy. Donal Loge as Chief Irons. Neil McDonough as William Birkin, Marina Mazepa as Lisa Trevor, Nathan Dales as Vickers, Josh Crudis as Ben Bertolucci. I don't know which character he is. Oh, he's the he's the reporter. Yeah, Benny. Yeah. Pat Thornton is the truck driver. Holly DeBarros is Sherry Birkin and Janet Porter is Annette Birkin. Ben Bertolucci is the one in the, the, the prison cell, right? Yeah. The one who goes missing? Yeah. He's the, he, in the game, he's a reporter that's in the jail cell. He's like a conspiracy theory dude. Yeah, right? not yeah. quite a reporter. It's a conspiracy. So this one was made on a $25 million budget and pulled a $41.8 million at the box office. However, uh, from what I can tell, it's been doing really well streaming-wise. So I think the companies that made it are actually happy with this performance. No. There's no way. To the point where they're talking about sequels. Oh, God, no. Mm -hmm. I want to go back with these folks. I want to go back. Yeah, take me back. Resident Evil 2, let's go back. Take me back to the Raccoon City. Yeah. Where the zombies are pretty. (laughs) (laughs) And they'll eat your brains. You know, the rhyme, we got to work on the rhyme scheme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're going to workshop that. Yeah. You Uh, know who... uh, the Ben Bertolucci guys from, right? I've seen him before. Okay. Anything for Jackson. That's what he was in most recently. Okay. That like, he was like, Oh, he was a the, Satanist the, dude. Yeah. He's yeah. a Satanist okay. dude. That's I right. saw him this and I was like, I know that dude from somewhere. It was driving me nuts. And I was like, he's in this like, really? I was like, holy fuck. Is he anything for Jackson? I looked it up and I was like, sure enough, he was. And I was like, yo, I, also, I watched anything for Jackson recently. That movie still holds up. So good. That's good. I, I knew he was from something, and for a split second, I was like, is that that kid from Major Pain? 
(laughs) (laughs) But it's not, I'm sure. Um, Currently on Rotten Tomatoes, this is at a 30% with the critics out of 86 reviews and a 65% with the audience out of 250 plus. I feel like even though I don't agree with that audience score, I feel like that is probably very accurate. Because if you like the games, there's a lot to like in this movie. If you like being pandered to. This is the most faithful adaptation Resident Evil's had yet on the silver screen. And let me save us some time. Here's the back of the box. Some shit happens in Raccoon City. It's a retelling of the first and second game. Congratulations. You're now watching Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. And if you haven't played the games, here's what Google says this movie's about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do tell us. Welcome to Raccoon City, once the booming home of pharmaceutical giant Umbrella Corp. The company's exodus left the city a wasteland, a dying town with great evil brewing below the surface. When that evil is unleashed, a group of survivors must work together to uncover the truth behind Umbrella and make it through the night. Wait, must they? Because they don't. Only one person does and the rest just stumble into it. But they do walk out of that train tunnel yeah. like very staged and yes. garbagely at the end. Yes, they do. But again, <laughs> they're not trying to uncover shit. They so they stumble into well, a last minute like, oh, so that's going down? Bummer. There's two stories in this movie, I guess because it covers two games. That makes a lot more sense now. Mm-hmm. That seem only tangentially related until the end where they sort of forced them to smash Correct. together. Because uh, one of them is, you know, that one girl, Claire. Yep. comes to the Raccoon City to uncover some shit, and then the other one are a bunch of cops in a mansion. Uh, and that's part two. T- well, so part one is the mansion stuff. Part two is Claire and Leon coming to town in the games. Okay. And right. they, I actually called you, Mark, on the phone, and I was like, you have to tell me, is this a remake? What the fuck is going on? Like, you, were, you were very confused. And I rightly was, so, with all the Resident Evil garbage that's been dropped on us <laughs> all at once. It's confusing. Because, like, it's too completely... So Resident Evil 2 takes place a while after Resident Evil 1. The mansion stuff happens, and then Chris goes missing, and that's why Claire's coming to town in the game, is to find Chris, because she hasn't heard from him. And Leon is coming to town at this point to basically join the RPD, Raccoon City Police Department. I don't know why it's not RCPD. It's RPD. RPD sounds nicer. It does, but a little bit weird on the tongue. Well, yeah, that makes sense, right? The NYPD isn't the NYCPD. I think you drop city. Okay, all right. Well played, sir. Yeah, my respects, Doc. Headcanon for shit I don't even know about. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's definitely a combination of the two games. It's very awkward to have, you know, Claire show up under the premises she shows up in this movie as opposed to I think it what worked. they do in the game. As I someone who know. didn't know the game, I mean, I was, okay, I get it. She's coming here to investigate all this crazy bullshit because she buys into this conspiracy theory guy. Uh, another movie where the conspiracy theory person is right. I'm not a huge fan of that in this day and age, but you know, whatever I get her. Mo- I understood her motivation. I do think that, that uh, some of the stories suffer because they're trying to do two stories at once. I agree with that. Right? Yeah. I'm going to give this movie a zero out of 10 based on the fact there is no Barry. Barry, where's Barry? And this should be called <laughs> Resident Evil Barry Where's Barry. And no Rebecca Chambers either. No Rebecca Chambers. Mm-hmm. These are characters from the first one. Oh, okay, uh, The yeah. original Spencer Mansion story, it's Jill and Barry and Wesker looking for Chris. And then Chris shows up at the end of the game. Oh. Mm-hmm. Depending on who you choose. it's The game's a duality, right? You can okay. choose Jill or Chris to play as. But no Barry. Come on, man. I need my Barry. I'm a huge he Barry needs fan. His berries. How about going down to check by yourself? I have a rope here. Oh, do you? Well, then I'll try to go down using the rope. 
you know, the way this movie seems, maybe like in the background on a whiteboard or some shit, they're like, I very thought, off today. I you know? <laughs> that should have been like very out sick or something yeah. would have been great. I thought Vickers was Barry for half the movie. <laughs> right. Like, who was that guy? Vickers. He's he's a dude, actually. He is, is a he legit character. Yeah, he gets killed. Was like, he the helicopter dude or something? His outfit is exactly the same. Okay. Yeah, there was one of those guys that kept like running around with Chris in the mansion. I was like, what? That's Vickers. That yeah. yeah. Okay. And he actually is in the game. He is one of the members of Stars, and he's the one that you run into in the uh, Resident Evil 3. Remember at the beginning when Jill's like escaping the city and mm. she's like, Brad, what are you doing? And he's like, you got to get out of here. And he sacrifices himself because right. he's been bit. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Brad Vickers. Understood. And the well, rest of them, they call him jobbers. Who's there is just to get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> also zero out of 10. Not a single crank in this Resident Evil movie. Resident Evil loves itself some crank. Mm. It could be hexagonal shape. It could be squared, but there is not a Resident Evil game without a crank. We're not yeah. talking about crack cocaine. Yeah, I was no, like, no, no. there's I'm drugs. <laughs> talking about the tool, a, uh, a, a wrench, a crank, you know, to open and get through puzzles. Oh, so it's like uh, you find the hole and you got to go find the, mm-hmm. the crank. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Resident Evil 1 had two cranks. Two cranks. Two whole cranks. Not a single crank in this movie. Zero out of ten. Oh. Resident Evil is is chocked full of puzzles where you have to like find stuff like that and do okay. things like that. The uh, the keys at the end of the movie where they have like the different like um, card suits. Yeah, the, that's actually from the game. You have to find different keys that match different doors, which drove me nuts because he, she's like the second key, and I was like, oh okay. And then she opens up a red circle, and I was like, and then the clover key goes in, and I was like, wait a minute, that's not how this <laughs> fucking works. <laughs> was no. like. If, they were fast and loose with the keys here. Yeah, I, that's pretty standard all FPS just fun. stuff, though, right? Blue key for blue door, and then you keep going. But the, the colors didn't even match, though. Yeah, no, that, yeah, well, there was a red diamond. They did not play <laughs> they Doom. They did put it in the red <laughs> sir. Anyway, these, there was a lot of references in this movie that were just, like, for the fans of the game, but really had no bearing on anything. But I kind of felt that kind of cheaped it out a little bit. I'm not saying, like, they had to find a diamond door, but, like, I don't know. It just it felt like the references and the, like, nods to the game that we got were so forced, like, see it's that thing you remember and it's like i know you don't have to cram it i just hate when movies insult my intelligence like when you watch a scene where something happens and then a character comes in right after and it's like so i hear you close the johnson case it's like yeah we just saw that like the movie doesn't trust you enough to know that you got what happened on screen I hate when movies do that. And this movie basically does that with the references. But the problem is, is that if movies have been trained to do that, because otherwise, you know, three guys with a podcast is like, how did Bill know they closed the Johnson case, huh? They never said it on the screen. You actually can't trust well, maybe, audiences. Maybe two of the three people in the podcast. That's true. I had canon everything. So uh, <laughs> you can't trust audience, audiences to make leaps anymore. They just start. So CinemaSins has ruined a generation of movie watchers. So Crank and Barry aside, I wanted to do this movie fully expecting <laughs> That's my hate. favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite cereal, Crankenberry. <laughs> Crankenberry. Love some Crankenberry. Okay, I'll chalk you a little blueberry. Give me that Crankenberry over there. <laughs> um, I wanted to do this movie because I fully expected to go into just absolutely hate and ridicule when we came in time to mm-hmm. talk about it. But it don't feel that way. And mm-hmm. I was surprised. I think there was a lot of potential here. And I think it lost itself in the back half of the movie where I just kind of think this movie is a little mediocre at best. Well, let's do this. Let's just get it out of the way. One out of ten. One through ten. Where you got, Mark? It's landing square in the middle. Probably five. John? Mm, I'm going to go six. I'm going to hit this movie at about a six also. The, the four points it loses, loses hard. 
Mm-hmm. Like they loses those four points hard. There's no, there's no way this could ever be above a six. And the six is me basically giving it a little bit of leeway. Right. But the movie is entertaining. Yeah. I'll it, give it two scores actually. On a video game curve, I'm giving this one an eight. Whoa. Six for regular film, eight for video game movie. Okay. Based on the fact that video game adaptations are usually bad. Yeah. See our Doom episode, for example. <laughs> Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I oh, God, think, that's right. We did two Doom episodes. Yeah, we did. You forgot, because they're terrible. Uh, not the episodes. Those are great. Yeah. No. And here we are doing a Resident Evil movie that's not great either. And that's what we're doing. This is a service for our mm-hmm. listeners. They want to know what we think about these Vigi games, because we're all game players to no, some they degree. Don't. They yeah, they are. Movies. They, they want us is, to talk about Sleepaway Camp. They want us to talk about Jason well, Ten. They we're want not going to talk, talk about, about the Mario movie, so don't worry. It's if it's a horror game, we're going to mm-hmm. talk about. It, it is a horrific movie, though, man. Those dinosaur heads, nightmares as a kid. <laughs> oh, that one. Yeah, I was talking about the upcoming Chris Pratt Super Mario. Oh yeah, probably also we'll will be horrific. One. But we'll skip yeah. that one. Um, at the surface, this one was so off-putting by the casting choices. They have all the characters from the game, but they decided to not make any of them look like the characters they're representing. I didn't mind that so much. It bugged me at first, like a lot. I thought Leon was Carlos, though, who's a side character from Resident Evil 3. Right. Yeah. He looks exactly like Carlos. I thought he was Carlos at first. They're like, Leon. And I was like, no, that's not right. <laughs> and this game loses a full two points for me based on how they handle Leon's character. He's a bumbling, sleepy idiot in this entire movie. And that is not in line with his character in the game. The director mm. compares him with Jack Burton, Big Trouble in Little China. He's like, he's a lovable idiot that can't seem to do anything right. And I'm like, that's not Leon at anywhere. Like, not at all. He basically got a promotion to go to Raccoon City to be part of an elite team right. because he's that good. It's but in like, this movie, it's a demotion because Raccoon City sucks, as they tell you 17 times in the beginning of the movie. Well, oh, he, yeah. he got demoted because he shot his partner in the ass. Yeah. Come, this isn't the character, man. The stars... F- fine. The, what yeah. the game sets up stars to be is the elite force of the police squad and okay. RPD. They are the, like the, the crack team. Mm. You call stars, you get alpha team, you get bravo team. They go out and do the heavy They're lifting. like SEAL team six okay. yeah, of the police world. Right. Yeah. And, and one, of the little, one of the things I felt that was a little off-putting was we had the giant, beautiful RPD police station from the video game I thought was well represented here with no other police than our main characters. Like, there's nobody in it. And I know that they've abandoned shipped on an RPD, but there should have been a couple cops. They referenced that, that he had sent some people to the mansion and lost radio contact. Right, Bravo team. Look, yeah, he fired so. most of the cops. They took the front door because that place has no front door anymore. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, the RPD station is so huge. They could have used a couple of extras well, in that's, the back. I think that's why the movie does such a, a bludgeoning job at the beginning of being like, Raccoon City has been abandoned. It's been abandoned. There's very few people there. Hey, by the way, this place is a ghost town. It's been abandoned. We're like, we fucking get it, movie. Right. And it's just because we're not paying for an entire city's worth of cast. Right. It's a, it's an easy way to get that off the budget. <laughs> yeah. Can I tell you what gave it like four of the points out of the six that I gave it? Uh, this movie looks amazing. I really liked the color choice and like the contrast and the lighting and just everything about it. I was like, this is a really good looking they do movie. A really good job. Like, honestly, like the... The competency of this of making this movie was was well done. Okay, except for the soundtrack guy, whoever was the fucking like you know person who scored this movie, that person can go die. They spent all their money on that journey tune. No, they spent all their money on like three girls going la 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 la, which happened 
every time Claire came on screen. Well, we got an orphanage, baby. Every we time have... the orphanage was there. Every time Sherry Birkin showed up. Every time the Ashford twins. Was there a kid? La, 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 la. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, well, look, so bad. How are you going to know their children unless you mm-hmm. have the audio cue? Well, see, the thing one is, of my is notes I'm watching is... this movie with my eyeballs, <laughs> and I see that they are children. No, one of my notes is, thank God this movie tells me about children. I was unfamiliar. Okay, so children exist in Rookin City. I know now. Well, now that you're up to speed, let's yeah. get into it. At first, I thought they were uh, just a little adults, but they're completely different. <laughs> so look a child till you arrive. <laughs> there were a few uh, special effects that I was like, ooh, that looks bad. Yeah, it's a Here and there, movie, but... Like, one of the zombies, like, I think whenever they shoot the zombie in the head, like, the blood dripping or something like that, I was like, ah. See, I didn't mind that, because it was so... Because as much VFX they had in this one, like, honestly, the few times it stumbled... I was willing to give him a pass. Yeah. Because the rest of it was done really well. Now, there are some fuck-ups in this movie, like when the dog bites that truck driver's hand, he bites his left hand, and then he's holting his right hand, and it's bleeding, and I'm like, uh-oh. Oh. T- you T-virus. guys missed it. Yeah. Continuity no. error there, huh? It's like, come on, guys. Get it together. Which, no, see, through the camera, the left and right. No your, camera left, bro. Yeah, yeah it's your left. Uh, so They forgot to flip the remote. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just one checkbox. But no, to your point, John, this movie actually is really well made, yeah. which is why it's so up setting that they did some of the things they did with the characters like mark correct me if i'm wrong we'll, we'll get back to leon because we need to talk about leon but like was jill ever into wesker no like romantically absolutely not okay they hammer that home in this movie and then the fact that chris loves you know jill and i'm like what is this i, I was like i swear to god if i get a love triangle thing in this movie i'm turning it off i was that like ready to be pissed luckily about they it. don't dive into that too much yeah. you know what i mean it was kind of surface level but mm-hmm. you're right we didn't really even need that we also didn't need in my opinion claire and chris being orphans what the shit was this? Oh, so that's not from the game? No. Oh, okay, because yeah, I was like, this is really dumb. There is an orphanage in the storylines, but it has nothing like Cheryl or somebody else is like one of the kids at the orphanage. Well, Lisa, whatever, Lisa... Lisa Tanner, Trevor. Trevor is actually a character who helps uh, you out, but she's like, she chases you. She's like infected. She's kind of like a, you got to get away from her type character. She's not like right. monster, she, a Quasimodo who helps you. Yeah. She's not a sympathetic character. Uh, like it is in this, um, And she is wearing human skin, right? She has a tragic story in the game, but yes. she's way creepier and cooler in the game than they make her out to be in this. And I thought that was a plot line that was a little weak friend i was like no sorry yeah. done oh, that's that's okay. not the way it goes i thought she was like the clippy of resident evil you know <laughs> are, you, are you looking for a crank i'll show you <laughs> oh man that'd be great no she was an addition to the resident evil one remake on the gamecube that was the first appearance she uh, made and i think it was a fantastic oh, addition i didn't know that she was just for that i thought she was i haven't played the original one since ps1 days yeah. Which was what, 10 years ago, five years ago? How long did the PlayStation 1 come out? Again? 1996 is Hey-o. when the original RE1 came out. God, we're old. I, about um, five years ago, yeah. <laughs> I, for no reason, not connected to the podcast, replayed that one like two weeks ago before Gary's like, what about that Resident Evil? I was like, yes. I'm in the mood to talk about Resident Evil because I just played part one again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and just for the listener, just for the record listeners, we could have had Exorcism of God or we could have had Sleepaway Camp. Fun fact, you're going to get both of those also, <laughs> listeners. So, you know. Those are in the garbage. Those yeah. are never coming out now. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> yeah, banned. Thanks to Mark. <laughs> well, that's cool. I didn't know she was just from the, the remake. I thought she yeah. was a great addition to that that storyline. And that's why I keep saying redo Code Veronica because you'd make the story better. Come on. Yeah, maybe. So anyway, how does this one kick off? 
An orphanage. Yeah. Right. Creepy orphanage, naturally. La, la, la. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that the whole episode. But and apparently, if you are with your sister and or brother in an orphanage, you must sleep in the same twin bunk. Yeah, that's just enough. You don't get your own bed. That's you think we got enough beds around here, twins? No, we don't. Rules and regulations, Mark. They're spending yeah. all of their money on like uh, la, 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 la's. They hire an actual <laughs> child to do that. Good. Because uh, we see baby Claire, I say baby, child Claire and child Chris asleep in a bed. And we which see, we don't know with Claire and Chris at the time. It's no. just two orphans. Right. And there's a creepy hand that comes on screen. And it's kind of getting in the face of Claire. And I guess Lisa Trevor, uh, like Garrett said, she's wearing this hood. It's actually a really nice visual. It's cool. It's like a face on the side of her face, but it's a hood that covers and only shows like one eye out of yeah. it. She's wearing human skin as like... I don't know if that's in the... In, it is in the game, yes. But I don't know if this is supposed to be human skin. No, no, because at the end, like she's got the, on the side of her thing, it's a human face stretched. It literally is because I saw it and I was like, whoa. I thought it was a hood as well, but it could have been a face. No, it's a face. It's straight up. But like, no, I know there's a face on it, but I didn't say this is a real human face. I oh, thought like, she just found a thing yeah. and put it on. But who knows? Maybe you're right. Okay. Now, the opens so many questions, though. Does she have to refresh this face? Is this the same face 14 years or whatever later? Her head she, definitely grew. She so. knows a guy. His name is Leather. Oh, okay. down in Discarded. Texas. Okay, there was a massacre, and she, she bought knows a face. The guy. She's got a face guy. She's okay. like, she went on Pinterest and found a bunch of faces, and was like, send them my way, please. Reminds me of uh, you want a toe? I'll get you a toe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Lisa's like kind of intrigued by Claire, and she's like, like, hey, we're friends, you know, like friend, but it's like real creepy, like broken. English, right? And the movie tells us that she's been visiting Claire multiple times up into this point, and they go into this little play area inside of a, a tent, and she's talking. Is like, where do you come from? And she scrabbles, scribbles below on a piece of paper. I would love if she had a scrabble board and spelled it all <laughs> right. out below. She scrabbles it out. Oh, that's worth seventy-two points. Yeah. Nice, Lisa. I'll hit the triple point. All yeah. right. Um, and then you realize that she's not a bad person. She's probably just misunderstood. My question is: is if this orphanage basically we find out it's a, it's a base of operation for umbrella to take people to test on. Yeah. Wouldn't they have better security to deal with someone who's roaming below? Yes and no. Like, yes, you would. You can't have that because otherwise you've got no, like, find out there's a secret area. Mm. Except later on, the movie tells us that she knew there was a secret area without Lisa's help because, remember, they were going to take Claire downstairs and and yeah. experiment on her. We never find out how that didn't happen. They show us. She runs oh. away. Oh, she just runs away? Yeah, she gets she free. Bites and they're whatever. like, oh, shucks. We lost that one. Pretty much. Anyway, God. The, this the answer is hubris, right? They're, they don't <laughs> think it matters because they're Umbrella Corporation. And, do, you know, and of course, you know Umbrella Experiment on these kids, which, yeah. So Lisa's like, I come from down below, which you don't think much of except for the fact you know there's got to be like tunnels or something at this point. Claire looks away, looks back up, Lisa's gone, and she's discovered by Dr. William Birkin. And he goes, hey, girl. And I was like, you know what? If you're this close with these orphans, you should probably know their names. Maybe. And he does. I think he was just being dismissive. Like, okay. Hey, yeah. girl, what are you doing out here? You know, that kind of thing. And she goes A back to the hound Aria situation. Got right. it. Yeah. The chemistry. <laughs> <Mwah>. <laughs> Chris comes out and says, my sister sleepwalks sometimes. Sorry, Mr. Doctor. They go back to bed. And he's like, yeah, that seems like a perfectly reasonable uh, answer. And then we yeah. cut to a truck. Yeah. Claire wakes up from a dream screaming like, ah, and I was like, was that all a dream? 
I was like, is that real? Like, yeah. what was the point of this scene? Like, well, did that really happen? Grew up reading Word Up magazine. and <laughs> Don't you flash back your previous experiences every time you go to sleep? Uh, well, yes. And the truck but... driver's like, you've been screaming for half the state. Like, yeah. wouldn't you wake her up? I love that line. Her? He's like, if I knew you were going to scream and be crazy, I would have picked you up. And I was like, he almost says, I almost shit myself. You scream yeah. so loud. I was like, okay. The, the truck driver was a little much. Like, yeah. He didn't need to be this. He was kind of comic relief-y, but... Well, I didn't yeah. find him funny. I found him... Because he immediately is like, sup, you want to bang? <laughs> and uh, he, he... Does he say that? Well, no, no. But he comes on very strong. Right. He's that very stereotypical driver tr- of the trucks. Driver of the trucks. <laughs> That's what they say. So I'm not a truck driver. I'm a driver of yeah, the trucks. He's eating like a sandwich. He's putting his hand on her thigh like... And so then he goes and he goes, he goes, so you're going back to um, or to Raccoon City. Uh, why are you going back to Raccoon City? That place is abandoned. That place is gone. Everyone's like left that place. So Raccoon City, huh? Yeah, blah, like, blah, blah, if blah. I had lived in Raccoon City, I would kill myself. Like, it's damn, dude. Nothing but poor people and the city's pretty much abandoned. It's like, dude, we fucking get it. And then out of nowhere, bam, smash cut. They hit someone on the road. Yeah, well, he's like moving in to kiss her while he's driving or some shit. And then he hit. He's oh, like, I didn't see that part. Yeah, and he's like, oh, that wasn't my fault. You saw, right? That was like, yeah, dude, your eyes weren't on the road. So I think it was your fault. Was he trying to kiss her? I, yeah, because no. he had his hand on her thigh and shit. What? 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 I, don't, I don't remember that at <laughs> I don't, all. I, don't, I, don't, I did not <laughs> I thought see he, that. I thought he was just talking to her. Looking I watched over this at twice. Her. Okay. And I didn't pick Maybe that up. Maybe I imagined <laughs> all that. John's headcanon's going into a real weird porno <laughs> place. Yeah, making fantasy headcanon. I see what you think of drivers of the trucks, my friend. I'll tell you what. Yeah, that's true. They're all just pervs. Well, maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. But I didn't see that. Well, uh, ass, grass or smash. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, maybe I'm wrong. It's very possible. Regardless, the truck driver is distracted. His eyes are off the road and he hits somebody. Yeah. And he starts freaking the fuck out. They stop and jump out to no, examine. Claire gets out. She At gets first, out first. Yeah. She's yeah. like, you just creamed a, little, a person whose body is stuck to the grill as he's driving until he stops, which I loved that visual. And I yeah. was like, damn, she is in the grill. And then he hops out of the cab too. And he's like, fuck, 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 fuck. I'm fucked. I'm so oh, fucking fucked. Can we like, talk okay. about how this movie loves the word fuck oh, so, so much? Many. Everyone was so excited to say it so often. Right. I was like, nobody, even I curse a lot, but I don't go that hard. <laughs> oh, you guys fucking are amateurs. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to up my fucking game yeah. is what you're saying. Rookie yeah. Numbers. So he's like, he's like, so uh, what do we do here? Uh, 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 she's like, get a, get a sheet. We'll wrap her up and we'll take her with us into town. And he's don't like, don't worry. My brother's a cop. And he's like, a cop great fuck me then you know yeah. you're like oh, okay, oh. with a hit and run and blah 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 and it's just like okay what the hell dude so she turns turn around, around and she's gone well yeah the she, victim isn't on the road anymore she turns around and is like get your shit together sir and then like the lady who got hit is gone and is then the, the dog, first person you've killed with your truck can't and be. Then, yeah and then the dog be. opens the car door jumps down and goes and starts licking the blood pool yeah. on the ground dude as a dog owner i would never even without the t-virus let my dog lick up human blood i've seen way too many people with their dogs at the park going no stop eating that and go get their dogs don't just let them lick blood stains no, that's they're a little nonchalant about the blood licking here. yeah but to be fair they we had to get they... that dog to turn into a zombie somehow though that's how we do it but they also did just hit somebody and now they're missing i might be a little disoriented as well and okay then, all right, I'll i might that. not have noticed the dog licking the blood you know what i mean was i'm panicking looking for a bloody victim wandering yeah, around who fair. just walked away yeah from getting yeah. hit by a semi also if she's a zombie i feel like the zombie would have tried to attack them Yes, not walked back. So this this figure that gets hit, this girl that gets hit, uh, walks back into the woods and is hiding behind some trees. And Claire sees her. 
Yeah, they're staring each other down. And it's like, what the hell? Like, this is the shit that drives me nuts. Hey, that chick we just hit is right there in those trees. Why wouldn't you say that? No, she's like, well, I guess she wants to walk away. I'll let her. Or why wouldn't you say, ma'am, you're probably hurting and shocked. Why don't you come back over she here? She does yell that. She's like, hey, you've been seriously injured. Like, are you sure? Because they stared at each other in silence for a while. Is that when the title hits? Yes. Resident Evil. Yeah. yeah I definitely remember her yelling out, like, you've been really hurt. Like, I think that's an understatement. I thought it was before she saw her. When she, when she, it was before she yeah. saw her, yeah. I was say, once she saw her hiding in the trees 15 feet away, she just basically is like, I see you. Well, and it's only, like, what the hell? The only way I can justify it is that she's not fully zombie yet. But then she should have been dead by the truck. She was. She clicked. She clicked, like, came back to life. Her hand, like, snapped into place, and her eye was all fucked yeah. up. So she, she, she was zombie. She went straight for them and tried to eat them. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we got to have a movie, right? So they got to get to town. Yeah. So they get back in the truck, and they drive to town. Now, as they're driving to town, then we get the title smash cut, and now we're in the diner. Honestly, the most insulting scene in the movie for me is the this most scene right insulting. here. Insulting. Yes. I thought it was maybe the funnier scene of the whole movie. Oh God. <laughs> so when, he, when they're gonna shoot that guy and he's like, Jesus Christ, well, I met with yeah. this. So Leon Kennedy is at the restaurant bar sleeping, and Wesker puts a ketchup bottle on his head and turns to Jill and goes, Ten bucks. Ten bucks says you can't shoot that off from here. <clears throat> That's easy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Jesus fucking Christ. And she's like, deal, and pulls out a real gun, and they're like, for fuck's sake, Jill, <laughs> Valentine, I'm in with this, and hands her like this little plunger suction cup gun. Uh, so she ends up just shooting the suction cup in Whisker's head and then throws the toy gun and so hits does Leon. does Wesker just have a suction cup gun with him at all times? Yeah, these cops, they're comics, man. You know, they like the practical jokes. You don't? Vickers is with them in this place, right? Joker's in Impractical Weskers. It's on TBS. Hey. You snooze, you lose. What? It's Jill Sandwich now. Mm, mm, yeah, they're all there. Every this is where the cops go to. The, it's probably the only diner in town it, now. They, they, right? From what I can tell, it's the only place open besides the police department. Did you so. notice the typewriter? Oh, I didn't. Yeah, there's a Was typewriter in, in this scene. Why which is what be? you save your game in in Resident Evil. But why would there be a fucking typewriter in a diner? Coffee and pie and type. Because uh, <laughs> a hipster is like, I need to type my novel, and I'm going to bring my typewriter to the to the diner so everyone can mm. see me. They should have that blogger be in that. Tammy, scene I'll take some uh, eggs over easy, and uh, if you could dictate this, or you could you know take these notes down for me, that'd be great. Ding. Yeah, you know what they should have done is had that plunger gun come back as a puzzle solver later. There you go. Oh my god, this movie needs more puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> like they have to shoot a button across the room. But anyway, so Jill throws the gun and hits Leon instead of actually shooting it. And so yeah. she's technically wins because she used the gun to wake him up. I like this scene. Yeah, I thought, I thought the scene was fine. And then she grabs Wesker's sandwich and goes, this is now a Jill sandwich. And I was like, OK, I'll give Which it is to also you. a reference to the game. I'm going to not say that every time it's a reference to the game. But no, that this, one's is the one. this is one I liked. This is the thing is in this scene, there are so many references to the game. And it's just like they are cramming it down your throat. Another cop comes in and he's like, oh, hey, you're that Leon Kennedy guy who shot his partner in the ass and your daddy's a real somebody. Yeah, eh? regular RPD. Yeah. What is... Fuck Leon. I hate his character (laughs) so much in this movie. He's just like asleep at the bar and he's like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He's like, I'm just fucking with you, rookie, you know? Well, I thought he was drunk, because, like, right before we cut to the diner, like, he, you, you see Leon wake up in a hotel and chug a beer, and then, like, we cut to the diner. But, like, I didn't know that was Leon at the time. I thought that was, like, you know, Carlos. Yeah. And I was like, and then you see him in the diner, he's sleeping. So I didn't know if he was drunk or if he was tired or what. 
And then so they give them a hard time and they're like, let's take that coffee to go. And then you get a call over the radio and it's like, I need you guys to go check out something with the Spencer place. And they're like, we got to go. And then the stars officers are like, we better get back to the precinct also. And then the the waitress comes up, right? Flo. Flo. Is that really her name? No. I was like, when did they say her name? No. Uh, uh, actually, before the waitress question, yes, did they put up that this movie takes place in 1990 something? No. Because that was confusing that. to me for a little bit. I was like... What's you, going on They never here? flash the date because they're happy to flash the time yeah. every 10 oh seconds. Oh, my God. <laughs> Non-stop. They, inter- they don't even introduce that 1202, yet. 1215, 1217, 1222. It's not until they leave the precinct that's like 1.52 a.m. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are we doing this now? Like, well, I had to remember why that's happening. Because it's it, six. A, Wesker has a Palm Pilot that says... Raccoon City will blow up at 6 a.m. We destroyed at 6 a.m. And then suddenly we get a ticking clock, tight like a fucking you know title card. Mm. I assumed that was movie. from the game. No. no. Uh, oh, okay. Well, then that's a dumb one, addition. One of my notes is like you could have done that through dialogue with any character and also kept us up to speed. Like guys, we got to get a move on. It's already 12 o'clock. You're like, hey, you it, know, guys, we got to. It tried to add tension, but it didn't do that. It was no. more annoying than anything else. If they wanted to have the timer, fine, but don't do it so it often. It broke the flow. It's it like just, every minute. It just broke the flow for me. I was just like, stop. It was a bit much. Yeah. I, I thought it was like, is this like a meme? What am I looking at here? Uh, good to know. It was just a bad decision by the director. Yeah. But back in the diner, Flo's eye starts bleeding. Yeah. Right? Leon's like, what's going on with your eye? She's like, oh, it's been happening for a couple weeks now. It's probably nothing. It's never not nothing when your eyeball starts bleeding. Yeah. What are you talking about, As lady? someone whose eyeball has bled like that before, you go to the goddamn doctor immediately. Right. But- I normally am all on board with this, but I get it. You're making two thirteen an hour, probably less in 1990, whatever. Certainly, there's no doctors left Joe's in town. This diner. place is abandoned. Yeah. John is so in tune with the struggle of the waitress no. in Look, the small town. You city. know, Joe's diner is not providing health insurance. How's she gonna go to a doctor? Leon should have thrown out a five million hit. Get yourself looked at. Probably Umbrella Corporation doctor. Yes, Dr. Been like, You're doing great. You're the only doctor in town. He does house calls, everything, whatever you need. Birkin's there. Birkin's oh your man. Oh, God. So we leave the diner now. No, no, no. The bird hits the window. We yeah. see it's a zombie bird. Yeah, poor bird, man. They really, like, lingered on that bird suffering. I was, I was not a fan of this scene. It's a zombie. Yeah, but I still felt bad for the bird. But it's a zombie. If it were a human, I would have been like, ah, oh, sucks to be you, dude. But bird doesn't know it's a zombie. But undead birds, you still got feelings for uh, it. I empathize with animals very strongly. No matter the state. Uh, it's especially zombie animals, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut back to the truck, and then Claire's getting dropped off in town, and he's all like, take care of yourself. And she's just like, okay, I will. He closes the door, and then he's like, well, that's over. Pete or whatever his dog's name is and the dog bites him. He's like, you son of a bitch bit me. We cut to Chris's house where Claire is now walking up to it. This is a beautiful shot. Raccoon oh, all City the looks mm-hmm. yeah. all, the, all these shots were great. Raccoon City looks amazing in this. Like I was like, wow, I really would like to inhabit this world in a game. She knocks on the door. No one answers. She looks next door and there's a weird kid with a bulbous head who looks like he's losing hair. And she's like, well, that's weird. But she's polite. And she says, hey, what's up, little buddy? And I think then, he's got a regular head. He's just <laughs> losing hair. It looks huge. And then so Poor like, kid. She's she like, goes that's back just to, my head. She goes back to knocking on the door. And then, nope, no answer. And then, boom, looks back over at the house. And now the mom's there with a bulbous head and no hair. Also regular head. Yeah. Okay. I did not know anything about their so, heads. Something's wrong with these people. They look sick. And look then, at the dome on that family. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So she right. basically goes around the back of Chris's house, breaks in with a knife. 
which Claire is not known for being a criminal in the games or anything or having these skill sets. She's also not the master of lock picking. That's Jill. That's Jill. <laughs> oh, okay. and so she breaks Characters into Chris's house and she's downstairs and she's looking around and she puts a, a football helmet on and then picks up a picture of Dr. Birkin. And then Chris comes downstairs and goes, what are you doing in my house? I can't believe you just broke in. And there's a whole interplay between these two, which I thought was extremely terrible. Chris is very straight laced. Like I'm, you know, Mr. Good cop, follow the rules. Like very, well, he says like, I owe everything to Dr. Burke and they, an umbrella. They put me through school. They got me at this job. I'm in stars. You know, like he's like a father figure to me. I didn't think it was bad. I mean, the act, look, I took four points away, so obviously some of it was bad. Uh, the acting isn't great, but the chemistry was okay. Like, I don't know. I thought it was a fine scene, and there were some funny bits in it. Mm, I didn't have an issue with it. It just went on a little long. Yeah. I wish they would have cut some of this stuff. Like, this whole first act could have probably shrunk a little bit. If they're going to keep the movie the same length, they could have shrunk the first act some so they had more time to merge these stories more successfully. Well, just Chris was Agreed. so, like, cool with Umbrella. They've abandoned this town and like left it a fucking shell. It's it's terrible. It's all like poor and getting run down. People are like not getting the help they need because of Umbrella leaving. He's just basically still all up on Umbrella's dick and yeah. like Birkin's the man. He hasn't talked to Birkin in fucking forever. Because it didn't affect him personally. That is very believable. Claire Chris is, votes Republican. I'll but, tell you what. <laughs> but Claire is also basically like, you know, like the interplay with him is just really weird. She has this hatred for Umbrella and the orphanage and he doesn't know any of this because she just bolted Every character acts certain ways, but like it's based off information that other characters don't know. I felt Chris's reaction to her and all the info to be believable. Yeah. He didn't have that information that she had. He was mostly confused and overwhelmed. She puts the tape in and it's like, you know, like here, this reporter went, she had the VHS tape on her also. uh, When my, when my uncle emails me garbage, like conspiracy theories, I don't believe them No, no, I'm not saying he has to believe it, but I'm saying like they, he had, she had such a hostility towards Chris for liking Umbrella. And I'm like, at no point have you ever told him what happened at the orphanage? At no, no point have you... apparently not. But that's what I'm saying. Well, like, they say you know, they don't talk. Like, I mean, they brought that up. And I mean, to me, these are perfectly believable but interactions. But Chris was acting like he sees her all the time. He's like, oh, you're back for more money? You're back for this? And it's like... Well, no, he's so like, they, I haven't seen you in five years. And yeah. You just wanted to show up today? They like, are way older than five years on that orphanage, though. But we don't know what they were like 10 in that. They're like 27. But we don't know the backstory of how they saw each other five years ago. Could have been, you know, two ships in the night, you know, like to me, it's like, oh, here's a crazy relative telling me crazy relative shit. I'm, you know, I still love them. Orphan sister who you were in an orphanage with. I feel like you'd have a little bit like, he's got, he's probably got a a degree of abandonment. Yeah. Like she left him alone. Also, he's like, well, what what the fuck do you want? You, you bailed on me. And he's still like, yeah, you can stay here. Like whatever. So he plays, so he plays the tape and, or she plays the tape and it's all like Ben Bertolucci, Ben Bertolucci. And he's all like, it's in the water. Umbrella's basically like got a leak. They, they fucked up big. There's a huge one now and then she's like see we're talking Charnoble." i'm like oh okay damn yeah. the genie's out of the bottle yeah and then that's when chris is all like umbrella's never done anything wrong you're crazy blah 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 which is fair and then she goes how come you're not affected by the water chris he didn't befall that fate and they also say that all the cops had been dosed with something to keep them yeah. from getting infected when did they say that the, the conspiracy the reporter guy. guy in the prison says that. oh god okay it's probably in some shot you took or whatever okay i missed that yeah. shit that bothered me the whole, I, was like, I was like what the fuck is this everyone's just our main characters are immune to the thing that turns you into zombies but yeah the, he chris has a water bottle with umbrella logo on it so clearly he's not drinking from the same streams that's infected the town then how come brad vickers wasn't 
impervious from being turned into a zombie when he got attacked by zombies. If they basically, well, I just think they didn't have the diseased water. Yeah, I don't think that what they're immune from is zombie bites. They think they're immune from whatever got like the low levels that are in the water because all the cops get, who got bit like turned, you know. So that dosage is enough to override whatever minor immunity they have. Moving on, I'm I'm not convinced, but moving on. Well, that's what the movie explains. Yeah. I'm just saying <laughs> that's if you're, what the if movie you're, gives you. If to. you're in, yeah, but if you're like impervious to being drinking water all the time and getting the T virus because it turned everybody else into well, zombies. I mean, we got COVID vaccines and we still get COVID. Yeah, you know, it's true. But the rest, but the rest of the, the the city turned into zombies by drinking the water. Right. If you want to break it down, sure. I'm sure Chris taking a shower from the local water supply might get him, you know, yeah, if he gets in his eyes or something. I think it's just a matter of dosage, right? Like a bite is a very, like if you are, you are immune to a low amount of, of uh, something and then you just get your, your system gets flooded with it. Like, oh, okay. True. Again, let's not break this down too much, but I feel you drink a lot more water than saliva gets into your blood when you get bitten. Like if I were to bite no. you right now, John. Garrett, trust the audience. Also explain to me exactly how this vaccine works and the viral load. I, I think it's going to be a lot less in water. I would agree. Because that lady even says it's been a couple weeks since my eye's been bleeding. It's a slow okay. burn. Like, all right, all right. That bite has probably got a ton more Again, viral. Again, I'm going to let this go, but it just didn't make a lot of sense to me at that point. I do like Chris says, pick the lock on your way out. And I was like, all right, way Which, to go. Wait, what does that mean? He's being an asshole. He's telling her to lock the door when she leaves. Oh, gotcha. So Chris leaves the scene, and then we get to meet William Birkin's family, Sherry and Annette. Sherry's a big character from part two, right? She runs around with Claire. Yes. Claire has to rescue her anyway. Um, Birkin is the one behind the T-virus and the G-virus. He's a, he's one of the instrumental doctors here that has been working his full life to what exactly? Make a, make a virus that will turn people into super soldiers, right? Is that the end goal that the movie wants us to believe? I don't, I don't know his because motivation? it doesn't explain it. We just know that from the game. Because they're experimenting on orphans. Yeah, I didn't. And he's turning them in like, he's like got that one flayed open who's alive and he's just like, this is my life's work. And I'm like, what is your life's work? Because <laughs> in the game To make zombies. In the yeah, game, it's eventually uncovered throughout Resident Evil 1 through 6. Um, which is, these are my favorite parts of the, the, the game, is uncovering the, the backstory behind Umbrella and what their shit was. So originally, they find this flower in Africa in a cave, and they basically use this, like, you know, flower, and it can be used to be immortal. Like, it can cure disease and stuff like that. And so they, they Umbrella then's like, oh, we could basically use this to cure all disease, and people won't be sick, and oh my god, we can exp- expand our life. And then other people are like, if we do this right, you can become, like, an immortal super soldier. And they're like, and then Umbrella splits, and has their like different factions to start going their own way. And then eventually one side of Umbrella takes over the other one. The bad side ends up the Ashfords and the Spencers. Yes, exactly. They end up going their whole back and forth shit. But in this game, in part one, this is the bad Umbrella who's trying to basically make a bioweapon. Mm-hmm. They're trying to use the, the T-virus or the G-virus, the G-virus, to make a bioweapon. The tyrant. Yes, but yeah, so like I guess Birkin's shit was to develop a bioweapon for Umbrella. The movie Exper- tells you none of this. Yes. I had no idea what his motivation and why he was doing this. They Did call it, it bother fu- you? 
Well, I didn't realize it until right now, to be honest, because oh. the movie is pretty go, go, go. But yeah, now I think about it. I don't know why the fuck he was made. I assume And it shout was- out to the movie for basically not making you really think about this, because you're right. The movie does play it off of like, this is my life's work. And you just take it for red. Yeah. And you're like, OK, cool. He's doing some science I assumed shit. it was something to do with like prolonging life or, you know, that's always what they're it's going with. Yeah. yeah. So. So Birkin gets a phone call and he's like, get Sherry dressed. We got to go. We yeah, why is get he- the fuck out. But if he's so high level, why is he still in this city? It seemed like his work here was done. Like he needed to be dipping. Well, maybe he hadn't quite finished it up yet. I, I mean, guess we still had all his samples. I can't leave my work yet. I'm about to have you a breakthrough. Right? Send Could your be family like that, away. Right? Also, this movie does one of my biggest movie sins that I love is like, hello click okay we've got to go like there's no way you could tell anyone the information that you needed to tell them in that amount of time the only thing you could have said was like peaches get out now you know like that's the only thing you could have said but maybe it was but it was just funny because he like he's on the phone for like 1.2 seconds and then it's like get sherry together we gotta go and i was like holy crap like eve ate the apple like oh shit time to go (laughs) (laughs) that's some serious shit uh so the sirens start sounding and we cut back to chris and claire chris is like oh shit i gotta get to the station that cracked me up because he's like umbrella's good umbrella doesn't do anything bad blah 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 and it's like (laughs) please stay in your city umbrella wants you to basically be safe evacuate now like and it's like you know what if your company has air raid (laughs) sirens and a safety message they're not good bro like, nope. how did you not know about this? Yeah, this is not a zombie invasion, I'll tell you that. Like, damn, that's really specific. Well, look, it's 1998, and Chris Redfield is a real naive rube. Okay? Yes. We're just agreed. That's where we're at. Him and Leon cut from the same cloth. Pretty much. Before the kid comes in, the mom is at the window. Writing itchy, tasty right. blood, yeah. which is a reference to game. a game, uh, the thing in the game. Yeah, I wish she writes it in blood backwards, and I wish they would have just left it at that. Because in a minute, she breaks into the house and scream runs at Claire and goes, Itchy tasty! Yeah. Well, that's a that's a reference to the guy who loses his mind in the, the documents you find. Yeah, but I think game. it would have been more natural if she hadn't screamed it at him. There's after a lot of things it. that would have been a lot more natural if people did different <laughs> in this movie. And Claire's like, This is some weird shit. So then she hears like some rustling behind her, and that's when it's the kid with a very normal head, and she sees him under the table, and she's like, Oh, are you do you need help? And he's like, No, you do. Yeah, yeah, that pissed me off. I was like, a kid doesn't need a quip. Like, the kid should be scared. If he's hiding under the table, he's not going to be like, no, you're going to need the help. You know, it's like, oh, boy. Well, this, isn't the, this isn't the first time the mother and son duo have played this trick on the neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How often do you think they break into Chris's place just to fuck with them? 13 times. Okay. Every time they do, their head gets a little bigger. <laughs> yeah, you guys are really stuck on that big head thing. I lost another lock of hair today. <laughs> so itchy. So tasty. <laughs> so Claire l- runs out of the house and gets on the motorcycle which just has its keys in it because as you do, and then she drives off and as she pulls away from the house, she skids to a stop in the middle of the street in the rain. And I don't know if you guys know this, but cars and motorcycles don't go on wet road when you skid. (laughs) And also that's the sound of multiple tires, not a single tire, but whatever. I know I'm picking. But only one is skidding the back one. Dr. Birkin is driving at breakneck speeds, trying to get back to his lab to get his samples. He almost runs over Claire. On the motorcycle. On the motorcycle. And she lifts up her visor and they stare each other down, which I'm like, does he recognize her? Yes. They recognized each other. But I was like, this is also the hottest meet cute in any movie ever. I thought she was like, fucking dick. Did you not see the stop sign? 
Well, that's that's how it started. But then she recognized who uh, it was, and she like gives him like the the, the, the like evil eye, eye. Yeah. and then he goes, <gasps> like he does the like raised eyebrow, like you, and it's like, oh boy, only one woman has a stink eye like that. Also, <laughs> Umbrella is this powerful. You track down an orphan and kill it. Who knows your secret experimentations? I'm not advocating killing orphans. <laughs> you heard it, orphans. You're an it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not of them. Come again. I hate all the orphans in the whole world. You 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 track that that loose end down. Look, but anyway, this is 1998 corporations. Okay, they're not 2022 evil corporations. Yeah. They didn't have that technology. You know how much paperwork they were going through to find her? It was ridiculous. But now we get to meet the cops. Yeah. We're back at the police station at the Stars headquarters. They're kind of cutting up, and Chief Irons walks in, and he's like, all right, you idiots. My favorite scene in the whole movie and my favorite character, the commissioner's going to have my ass for this. Uh, he plays 80s angry like police chief. So well. Oh, I'm sorry, Vickers. Am I breaking your attention span? Why don't you focus up here, numb nuts? I'm gonna need you out there on the street now. And I was like, this guy is amazing. He's in an eleven the whole time. Everyone else is like kicking it at like a four or a five, and he's in an eleven from the moment he walks in. Yeah, he definitely watched uh, the Arnold movie. Last Action Hero. Last Action Hero. He's playing that captain. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Beverly Hills Cop, you know. All of them. That's, yeah. That was his hours. study material. We'll just go back and watch all that. Wesker has a beeper. He gets a message that says, check your locker. There's something in there for you. Yeah. Um, and we're like, oh, what's that all about? And then, yeah, Irons loses his patience with him. He's like, you're going to go on a date. You're going to listen to Journey. And then what do you think of that, Wesker? Is that a good night? You're going to go rent a movie at Blockbuster. Even the chief picks on poor Leon, who comes in for the briefing, right? And they're like, oh, we lost some guys at the Spencer mansion. And they, this got me. I thought they were going to do another exposition dump. They're Which like, he does. What's the Spencer mansion? Well, as I think most of you know, Oswald Spencer was the creator of the Umbrella Corporation. And the mansion was his home until the year of his death in what the fuck are you doing here, Leon? <laughs> you said everyone into the briefing room, so here I am. I didn't mean you, you moron. <laughs> Not you, Leon, everyone else. What if someone wanders sure. in and there's okay. no one behind the front desk and old lady's looking okay. for her cat or something? <laughs> yeah, you're Jesus right. Christ, get right. back there, man. Okay. And get a haircut, you goddamn hippie. <laughs> I actually like that scene. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. And basically what we find out is the Bravo team's gone missing, and now we're going to take a chopper out to the Spencer Mansion. You know, the two cops at the beginning that were belittling Leon, they're probably the Bravo team that went missing, uh, the mm. guys that picked up the coffee. Yeah. So now they're going to take the chopper out, and they're going to see if they can find their team. All parts of game one. And right about this time, the semi-truck with our truck driver, who's been bit, is starting to look a little woozy behind the wheel. Yeah, yeah he's turning. Yeah, and uh, they're just barreling straight at the RPD station, jackknifes his truck, and it explodes right in front, all while Leon is listening to some 80s music uh, and doesn't hear a giant explosion. Yeah, 80s, 90s, but yes. I, I'm right, going to tell sorry. you what, the least, believe, I've worn those shitty headphones. They didn't block out any oh, sound. Oh, no, you're hearing everything, <laughs> yeah. especially a semi of petroleum yeah. exploding. He's asleep at the front desk with the door, the giant double doors to this police station wide open. Yeah, he mm. would have heard 
heard all of, and or at least felt the heat. It's maybe 70 feet away. It's you, maybe yeah. like 70 to 100 feet away. <laughs> and also, John's right. There'd be a way, a blast of heat that hits you in the face. Like, what in the fucking hell? Yeah. What am I on fire? Oh, the like, concussion blast from like, an explosion like that would be enough to be like, jar you awake. But I, they wanted to do the scene, which I thought looked cool. You got that 90s tune playing and a zombie truck driver walks into the RPD fully aflame. And then Leon hears a it's gunshot. It's Kate Bush's running up the hill. No, I'm just kidding. It might as well have been. But yeah, as Leon's sleeping and this guy's walking towards him on fire, Captain Irons appears next to him and shoots the zombie dead. But he hears that. Yeah. Here's the gunshot, but not the explosion. Ridiculous. Does the chief know what the zombies are? Is the chief in on Umbrella's experiments? Like, he no. acts like he should know what this is. In and the I'm games, like, he does. But in the movies, yes. he doesn't. Because multiple times, he's like, I have no fucking idea. He's yes. like, I don't. When they're like, oh, I'm going to. If you shut up, I'll tell you what the alarm is about. I don't know. <laughs> right, I love funny. that line. Yeah. I thought that was great. Uh, and he mentions like other times that he has no fucking idea what's happening. So. Yeah. So Leon's like, what's going on right now, Captain? He's like, whatever, whatever. He goes back to his office. He starts packing up his things. Like, where are you going? He's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Again, another example in this movie where characters act like they don't know something, but they do know something. Like, the movie tries to have it both ways sometimes by accident. Or it's well, just like, I think he escapes when he sees the zombies at the gate. Right? He does, so he but, sends Leon. Go but Leon's close like, what is that? And he's like, you'll find out in a minute. Like, like as if he knows. And it's just like, dude. Oh, that's true. Right, but they do bolt the, the gate shut yes. at the RPD station. And... While Irons is gathering these things, like Leon's like, we can't leave. Who's going to be in charge? Like, you are. Congratulations (laughs) on your promotion. I love that. That was so awesome. And like Leon follows him the entire way out. Like they even go into the puppy. I know (laughs) he's in the garage getting in his car, starting his guy. Go tell your dad that your useless son got a promotion. Leave me the fuck alone. Berating him the whole time. Oh man, It's so hilarious. He drives off and Leon's just like, oh, I don't know what to do now. So we cut to the chopper flying <laughs> overhead in the forest. Our alpha team is looking for Bravo team. We've got Jill. We've got Wesker. We've got Vickers. We got Redfield. Chris Redfield. Anyway, they locate the Jeep. It's been flipped over. They're like, oh, shit. There's Bravo team's Jeep. They land and they start searching the forest and they come upon the Spencer mansion. The iconic. Which great. Yeah, they did a good job of recreating the mansion from game one. Mm-hmm. They walk in. There's this irreverent music playing as you see the chandeliers. And we forgot to mention this. Wesker at this point has already gotten his Palm Pilot that informed him that he needed to get some of that uh, G virus and T virus samples. And Raccoon City is going to be blown up at six o'clock. Wait, did it say the G and T virus samples? No, but this is okay. It was because because he opens it at the at the police station. He opens up his um, locker locker and it's there. And it basically says, you know, like Raccoon City will be destroyed at six a.m. And he's like, what? And they're like, yeah. you know, you need to basically get out of there before then. It and then starts he's off like, by saying everything you need to know is on this Palm Pilot. Yes. Yeah. Or this device. And then it basically says, you know, Raccoon City will be sort of six. That's it. That's all we know. We don't know he's supposed to get the virus. We don't know any of this stuff. But now think, we know Wesker's a, a double agent. Yeah. If you but gave is act- he, though? Because they play him off as a sympathetic fucking, like, hero I know. at the end. It was a bit much. Definitely. I think if you gave an average person a Palm Pilot in 1996, they'd be like, I don't know what to do with this square piece of plastic. (laughs) You're not wrong. Well, he's working for somebody... He's like, he's like, I don't know what they want. I don't know who they are. Then he uncovers the secret like tunnel in the, the mansion. And he's like, wow, they were right. And I'm like, well, what do you know? Because you're acting like you don't know shit. You don't know anything about what you're supposed to be doing. And then you're like, oh, wait, all this intel was correct. And it's like, what? It was just all over the place as far as what characters 
knew and didn't know at the time they needed to. And it drove me crazy because at the end, when he goes to get the virus, he's like, I'm going to need those. And I'm like, does he know what those are? Have you ever followed a recipe online? Yeah. And it's like step one, step two, and then the ingredients and the steps are way out of place. And you got to scroll through. Everybody's like, when I was 13, my grandmother made the best pecan sandies I've ever tasted. No, I've never done that. This is how the uh, online recipes go. It's true. They all have big stories. Regardless of how many times I've read how to make a pecan sandy, I have to scroll up and down, up and down. Is it a tablespoon? Is it a teaspoon? Why are you making pecan sandies? Because they're delicious. Pecan, pecan sandies. It's a pecan sandy. Regardless, even... Even when you know what's coming up, you still kind of fumble your way through to the end of the recipe. Look, never trust a cookie with a lady's name. Pecan Sandy, Lorna Dune, they're just going to let you down every time. Wait, you're not supposed to put actual sand in? No, no. No oh. sand. That's where you're getting them wrong. Oh. So I anyways, was like, man, this is a very gritty cookie, but okay. My point is, is I saw Wesker fumbling through his Palm Pilot instructions, much like I do a recipe. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't have any problems with that. Yeah, I just figured he was need to know, and he didn't need to know a lot of shit. He needs to know the very he bare minimum. He just seemed on board for industrial sabotage for no questions asked where people he didn't even know about, and he's like, yeah, man. Well, Look, this magical Palm Pilot like device. you could have passed him on the street and be like, "Hey, bro, do you mind sabotaging GM for me?" He's like, "Yeah, man, what's up?" But we—he <laughs> probably knows they pay me. I'm sure there's a history, right, a backstory of him actually getting money. But later so. on, he's always like, "You know, this was always our plan to leave." And I was like, "Wait, do you know what Umbrella's plan was?" I'm like, "Dude, you know so much and so little." This magical Palm Pilot said, "Sit down at a piano and play the Moonlight Sonata, and a door will open with a secret passage." I would be very suspect of that too. Yeah, like, I'm going to do I mean? it. But also sucks for them. I don't know how to play the piano. So. Like, oh, they were right. That did fucking work. Amazing. Who did that? Yeah. <laughs> also, how do you have that level of detail, <laughs> but not mention? Okay, this is the vial that you need. You need the G virus. He's just like, I need those. It's like, God. well, it probably just says grab the suitcase with the vials. That's all he needs to know. Also, well, if suitcase, you're ever a scientist, have multiple suitcases full of fake vials. Also, you know how Ada Wong is so fucking nonsense with all her cameos in the video games. I don't because I always forget her characters in the video games until she pops up and I'm like, oh, this numb nuts. I'm like, oh, God, we got to deal with this secret shadow society, which I don't know. Is she supposed to work for the Ashfords? I don't remember. It's so it's so convoluted at this point that I don't really know. So we're in the mansion, right? Uh, They round the corner and uh, Wesker goes, we better split up because he wants to go do his shady uh, double agent shit. And then Jill being like, I'll love you. Dove, he's like, I'll go with you, Wesker. And he like rolls his eyes, but he can't (laughs) say no, you know, because then it'd be weird. So they split into pairs. Now, also, that Palm Pilot's probably got maybe, what, 32 megabytes of mm-hmm. memory on it? I don't know how many instructions megabytes, and things. Megabytes, like 32 you could, kilobytes. <laughs> how much like information you could put on that Palm Pilot. It's lucky to have any sheet music, yeah. let alone all of I Moonlight Sonata. I would love it was Sonata. the sheet music. <laughs> <laughs> but right. Someone does goes, what are you, like when they suggest to split up, they're like, what? Because I was like, all right, this tactical team knows this is dumb. Oops. And he's like, uh, oh, so the faster we explore this, the faster we can get right. out of here. He's got to make up some bullshit yeah. to get and away. immediately Jill goes, I'll go with you, Wesker. Like but, so thirsty. And then Chris looks at her like, oh, no. But it's a lot better than the games when they come upon a pool of blood and go, I'll stay here and examine this. <laughs> you, Jill, go by yourself and search the mansion. You're like, oh, OK. It seems like a good plan. Yeah. How long is it going to take you to examine a pool? Of blood? Right. I think you can just look at it and be like, yep, that's blood. <laughs> yeah. We're done here. Blood. Hope this is not Chris's blood. 
But oh, anyway, uh, they round the corner and they see uh, someone hunched over. And this is the classic iconic scene from the original game where they come across a zombie. Your it, first zombie in the game. In the game. And it turns its head as blood splashes from the neck of the victim. And it looks at him and attacks. And this is the first encounter the team has with the zombie. And they shoot it dead. And they watch one of the Bravo team members bleed out. And they're like, oh, shit. What's going uh, on? They do more than watch. They do try to help. They're like, put as uh, much pressure right. on here as you can. It's like, dude, his whole fucking neck's gone. Maninsky but- or whatever his name is. I don't know. It starts with an M or something like yeah. that. Uh, Regardless, he's dead. He's the dead. Outfits <laughs> are really good except for Jill's. <clears throat> well, I mean, do we really need Jill to be in her blue beret outfit? That was kind of strange in the 90s. I would love that outfit. Like, she didn't need the shoulder pads, but like the, the like, you know, it just seems so weird at the time. Even 2022, like, who's wearing blue beret outfits? Like, but the movie takes place in 1996. That's true. Or Boom. Something. Yeah, but it's about as weird then as the. Then why put Brad Vickers in his iconic outfit? Why put Chris Redfield in his iconic outfit? Because those make sense. And then, put, <laughs> and then put Jill in a sleeveless tactical vest with a fucking plunged V line. I'm like, first off, the thing is, I, I, I was upset that she was dressed in like skimpy tank top underneath tactical vest. Vest, and I was like, everyone else is in their like full tactical gear, and she's in this kind of like, check out my chest and my arms. And I'm like, no, put but, Jill in another tactical, like her more right, original. Okay, outfit. something else, but her original outfit was more clownish than tactical. I don't know. I you know, a it. blue beret. Well, her, her Marvel vs. <laughs> Capcom 2 outfit is fantastic with the blue pants and the blue shirt with a little bit of like the. They could have given her a bluish outfit to kind of. Yeah. Re- call back to that. Everyone else is like outfits were great except for her. Chris got his green vest. He looked just yeah, like he does. Everyone looked just like their thing. Mm. Maybe it's uh, maybe. Okay, here's what happened. She except has for that. Barry. Home. Barry was way off. Yeah, well, fucking Barry. Be- Barry not even seen in this movie. <laughs> and, he, and they fucked that up too. That whole <laughs> <laughs> invisible Barry wrong clothes. He was the one wearing the beret. You just didn't see him in the That's movie. That's right. Well, Jill's outfit was uh, at the laundry because she thought this was her day off. She wasn't even supposed to be here today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jill Dante. That's yeah, that's <laughs> Jill the Daunt Valentine. GDV. <laughs> Cut outside to the helicopter. Mm. He's playing Snake on a very early cellular phone or Nextel style phone. He's playing that old game yeah. Snake. The years I'm like, just Does don't that match make up. sense for 1998? Well, you know what's funny is I actually looked this up because I was like, I got to know more about some of these fuck ups. Evidently, the first phone that had Snake to be playable came out like a couple months after the events would have actually happened in this movie. Okay. So that wouldn't have been around technically. Uh, it's kind of like how Stranger Things big finale ends with the main character knowing how to play Master of Puppets by Metallica to the fucking T, and that song had been out for like a month, and there's like no sheet music <laughs> look, or motherfucker, internet that to guy look it is up. a goddamn look, wizard, all right? Play he can, play, he can shred... Eddie Munson is a god. Uh, look, right? I loved his character, but that was a little much. I was like, yeah, okay, movie. Doesn't quite add up, but okay. When that record drops, the first thing you do is you pick up your fucking guitar and you start going. And you know, damn, 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 damn. And play the whole thing from start to finish, plus that intricate solo. Mm-hmm. A lot of noodling going on in your bedroom. That's I'm gonna, all I'm, I'm saying. Have to tell you and this. not with yourself. I mean the guitar. Or both if you're that good. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, the thing you're going to have to accept, Mark, is the 90s are getting far enough away now that they're gonna. there's going to just be milestone memories. People are only going to remember the big 
tent poles. And when they happened, eh, that's a uh, snake was very popular. Everyone had those dumb Nokia phones that happened in the nineties. And that's all everyone's going to remember. And how do you know it's the nineties? Because he's got headphones on listening to four non blondes. What's up mm-hmm. as he's playing snake. And then a zombie attacks his helicopter, which is amazing that he is attacked and zombified, managed to get his helicopter in the air and then crash it directly into the mansion. I don't think that's I was like, that, how did that happen? I don't think that's the difficult. You I mean, get bit, you fly up, you crash. But the helicopter wasn't on. No, he was parked. So he'd have he to like do all his pre-check. <laughs> yeah, he got bit. And he's like, I'm getting the fuck out of it. I mean, they don't know what zombies are. Again, this movie also is one of those movies where people don't know what zombies are. So well, they never call him by the name. No, of course. But uh, yeah, he manages while uh, while old uh, Wesker is playing Moonlight Sonata and reveals the uh, secret entrance to the lower umbrella laboratory while that's going on jill is kind of questioning wesker like dude what is going on how do you know this was here what is that what he's like look we got to get out of here um i'm gonna get some money and i'm fucking out like i don't care about our friends i gotta get out of this town one way or the other and they're willing to pay me and she's like no wesker not you and he's like yup and i'm like what do you mean not you like have you all been propositioned by this shady organization she just seems like so disappointed i'm like it's a group email you yeah. have no- <laughs> <laughs> she was very the upset. Prince of Nigeria has asked for his help. Right. She feels betrayed because she's going to leave everybody to die and go run off, grab this and get out of here. When, yeah. when he knew that the town was going to blow up, she he didn't tell anyone. about everyone. She cares about him leaving her because she's got a lady boner for Wesker and he could give two fucks about her. But when she saves Chris in a little bit, she says Wesker betrayed us all. He left us to die. Yeah. But yes, a lot of that yes. hurt is for her lady boner. Okay. Yeah. I mean, un- undoubtedly, erection, slightly less. <laughs> he, if, if, when, you know, because later on, she's, I think, still a little into him. So the, the helicopter crashes straight into the mansion, which I do just have to notate that doesn't happen in the first one. That happens in the second one, and it crashes into the police station. But whatever. The Let police station's go. got its own problems. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that room is engulfed in flames. It's a library. Right. That room is engulfed in flames with, you know... Again, great visual. Mm-hmm. I love seeing all the books on fire and everything just smoldering in the, yeah. in the background as the, the tears are rolling from Valentine's eyes. Official grave talk position. Burning Brooks. Love <laughs> to see them. <laughs> except it's not really. Everything looks completely fine in the background. And they just have a whole conversation in this room where this, this helicopter just crashed. Well, it's not yet that imminent against uh, our safety you know we got yeah. some time they took care of this in stars training one of the first things to know it's like day two helicopter crashes into a building what do you do they're ready carry on as usual yeah uh, nothing uh, taking a page from the walking dead you know when they have their long monologues out in the middle of nowhere and get picked off one at a time yeah instead of doing that back at home base well they're like we've got 40 minutes of movie left and too many of y'all alive so <laughs> pick some of y'all off speaking of which chris and uh, i guess vickers are out vickers. fighting for their lives uh there's some really good shots of like complete blackness and only the guns are like lighting up the mansion as they fight their way through the hordes uh vickers gets taken out Chris is uh, uh, pulls out his trusty lighter, you know, the Zippo that appears in the game, makes its uh, debut, and he's, like, sitting on the ground, and the light goes out, and he is. Light comes back on, zombies closer, and the light goes out. Light comes on, zombies closer. 
are you doing? Move. Don't you guys- keep trying to light your lighter. Run away, man. Was it just me or did you notice that the zombie sounds stopped whenever the lighter went out? But when it was on or when the, when the lighter was on, the zombie sound stopped. And when it was off, it was there and it was on and off. Like the sound like it's was a- triggered by the light. And I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. It's exactly how you would play red light, green light with a yeah. zombie. <laughs> zombie freezes. Here's the thing. Zombies think humans have T-Rex vision. It's like if I stand still, humans can't but see But it was me. an audio thing. Like it was like, but, but. And I was just like, God damn it, zombie. Just continue God to damn bubble. it, zombie. And the last time he flicks his lighter, the zombie's gone. Where did it go? Somehow it got behind him and it spooks him real good. Let's spooky it. Yeah. And he's getting overtaken, but luckily Valentine shows up to save Chris. So dumb. She tells him that Wesker's... <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty dumb. Hold up. So she reveals Wesker betrayed him and uh, they got to continue forward. Now, meantime, back at the RPD station. We're Meanwhile, old, back at the police station. That would be amazing if they had done that. I would have yeah. loved it. Justice League. Yes. <laughs> this is the zombie head. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> the Hall of Justice. Leon makes his way into the prison and locates our uh, conspiracy theorist who's been jailed. Yeah, Barry. Not Barry. No. Ben Bernaski yeah. or Bertrescu. Ben Bertolucci. There it is. Bertolucci. He's been jailed, I guess, because they got him for the video, right? Yeah. They don't You've really- been circulating them VCR tapes. Well, I think the, the captain was working with Umbrella, and Umbrella was like, you need to shut this dude up because this guy might be blowing the lid off some stuff. And he's like, I got you, dog. And he went and basically yeah, kidnapped so. Ben and put him in the cell with whoever else. Maybe Wesker did it as part of his... Uh, Maybe it was Wesker. Palm Pilot Palm step Pilot, one. Yeah, instructions. He gets a different Palm Pilot every day with a new set of instructions. That was Resident Evil Step Zero. <laughs> <laughs> jail the man. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they came up with some trumped up charges to throw him in jail because Umbrella yeah. wanted him to. But inside the cell is a, clearly somebody who's zombified, bleeding from the mouth, and stupid Leon's like, is that guy okay? He's like, yeah, it's okay to bleed from your mouth. He's yeah. just got a cold. You idiot, let me <laughs> out of here. You <laughs> fucking fucking fuck. Uh, I think this guy I wrote says that. all the fucks, probably 19 fucks in this one scene come from Ben. But he had such a great line about him. Of course he's not fucking okay look at him and yeah. the guy's like on his side bleeding from his mouth like, <laughs> he gets again leon's character is so problematic for me in this movie he gets leon's gun off of him yes. he's like get the keys and get me the fuck out of here right now and he slowly does it and as he lets him out he's ben's attacked by the zombie and well, are we going to talk about how leon goes to the desk and fumbles through the desk like mr bean and then gets the keys and then it's his first interaction with the desk <laughs> yeah. and then <laughs> costello fumbles with them at the door and then it's like whoa it's like, like I- fucking can't get a key into the it was maddening what they did to leon in this movie and i'm not saying leon's got to be a fucking like neo level matrix badass no he is a rookie but he's not this incompetent you cannot get into the i almost said you can't get in the police you force sure being can. that incompetent but i realized <laughs> you know what i've met a lot of cops in my day and that is incorrect the thin dumb line yeah. <laughs> coming next summer oh. uh leon, leon looked at that desk like yeah i've read about these but <laughs> <laughs> never had a use for one of these huh <laughs> seen him in books but uh, so yeah he he goes to open as he say he opens up the 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 jail cell and right as ben's about to get out he gets attacked by the zombie now this also infuriated me because i know it's a horror movie but the dude literally says no he's not okay freaking out about this dude 
turns his back on him. Like, I would never do that. Like, why would you turn your back on the person who's literally becoming a weird zombie monster? Right. So Claire comes down and saves the day. So dumb. She shoots the zombie with a shotgun is like, get your fucking shit together, rookie. We got to get out of here. And he like, oh, I've been chastised again by the 800th person today. <laughs> so, <for> the next, <laughs> he fires eight shots into the zombie like, I'm a man. And it's just like, yeah. oh, boy. And she goes, whenever you're, whenever you're done with that. So what we're going to see for the next 35 minutes is someone almost getting bit by a zombie and then saved by someone off screen who then says a quip. And it gets so old. Well, let's say you're right. So we don't need to go over every so fine tooth comb this. But uh, Irons is forced back into the police station because there's blockades that yeah. Umbrella set up with soldiers. So he's driving out of time listening to Journey because, of course, we mentioned Journey, so we got to have the song in here. Yeah, but also, this would be like the mid-90s. Journey was like an 80s thing. That sure. shit's classic and timeless, sir. Okay. Anyway, Irons is back inside of the parking garage of the police station. He gets out, and the zombie dogs are in there. And he's about to get eaten alive until Claire saves the day. Like you said, a lot of this off-screen saving going on in this movie. Ugh. She bashes the dog's head in with a fire extinguisher. That's yeah. because also the chief doesn't know how many bullets are in a gun. So he shoots like oh. 20 of them in the dark and wasting ammo willy nilly. <laughs> Has he never played a resident evil? <laughs> they do this in the mansion too. They'll like, they like finally shoot the thing in the head and it goes down and they're like, aha. And then like the next scene, it's like pat, pat, pat one in the head, pap. And you're like, why'd you shoot the three bullets? You, you know, like, see, I can defend that because training, I think if you, if these I, are supposed I, to be military people, they're just running off of instinct. But these are stars. Yeah. But you, this if you the do best something, the best, you learn <laughs> quick or you die thousands and thousands of times and you're in a panic, you're going to fall back to your training, which is shoot in the center of mass. Fine. But this guy, the chief is just shooting in the dark. He's not even shooting at anything half the time. He's yeah, just he, like fucking Wiley, not Wiley Coyote. He's, an, he's, Sam, an, he's an extra know? in three amigos. Just yeah. shooting in the air, like why not? Yeah, here's a growling. <laughs> <laughs> Did I get it? I didn't even aim. Yeah, I think I got it. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, so yeah, then this is when uh, Leon and Claire meet. Leon has the gun drawn on Claire. He's like, drop your gun. I was yeah. like, does she look like a zombie? Does she look like out of the ordinary? I was like, dude, fucking Leon, so yeah. useless. And then he's like. So does that mean you're in charge again now? Like, dude. Right, the this, joke. Yeah, does this seem the appropriate time for that? Like, right, Irons is back, so he's like, are you in charge again now? Blah, blah, blah. It didn't really land very well. No, that one was not good. So anyway, fast forward back to, uh, they're now going to try to get out of the RIPD. The RIPD. <laughs> what, that's the wrong franchise. Bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, RPD station, and they're going to head over to the orphanage because Claire says, I think there is a shortcut to the Spencer Mansion there. Yeah, because they want to get to the helicopter. So I didn't hear that in the movie. What a fucking stupid thing to write down. That's this movie suffers from that, and it just drives me again. How the fuck does she know this? How the fuck? Because she's it? gonna get. Taken. They were taking her out that way. I yeah. No, but how does she know that went to the mansion? She's a ten-year-old girl who doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Like. Again, this movie just has this thing where characters know stuff and don't know stuff. And the audience is supposed to go like, okay, I'll I guess that makes sense. She said, I've been researching this. I spend lots of times in chat rooms. And he's like, and you know, Chris is like, what the fuck's a chat room? It's oh, yeah. like, Wesker says that, right? No, Chris, when she's telling the conspiracy theory shit to oh, her brother. Oh, yeah, at the beginning. Yeah. So maybe she discovered all this through her research and, and with the conspiracy theory guy. I love your effort to headcanon, John. I'm, uh, you know, I'm just trying to pick up what the movie, the crumbs the movies are leaving. On the second watch, you, you there's they're so fast, but they're in there. Like, you'll see a zombie happening and you'll hear orphanage, sure shortcut. And you're like, Oh, okay. You, 
you did the minimal effort to get you there. Just barely. Uh, we should note the police station is being besieged by zombies at this point. Um, so they can't like just go out, right? It's yeah. like a, a assault on a precinct, uh, Fox 13, 13, 13 yes. situation, right? Where they are just trapped in here. And now the chief's like, look, the roads are all closed. But the stars guys, they have, or sorry, stars people, they have a helicopter, and I think we could just chop her her away into the sunset, and that is their now, that's their objective, is to go to the mansion, the meet up with the team to get the crash chopper. They don't know it's crashed, but it's crashed. So while they're at the orphanage, they're kind of uh, led into this room with a very nice coffee table book of all of the information you would want to know about backstories. And they flip directly to the Lisa Trevor page. Are you talking about the room <laughs> with the the film like projector that's still set up and running perfectly, like mm-hmm. clicking a button? Oh my God. Okay, where was that room? Because I must have glazed over at this point. Well, that was back in the orphanage. It was probably like the orphanage leader's office. Just okay, was I didn't know if it was the basement or what. But yes, so they end up in this room. And immediately, Claire is like, okay, let me turn this on. She turns it on. There's film on it. Evidently, that film aged like fine wine. It's just perfectly crystal clear. And you see the Ashford twins, which is a nice reference to Code Veronica and the Ashford but to, twins. But to anybody who doesn't know the products of the video games. Like, were you just like, who are these two yeah, weird white like, kids? I don't know you know I'm, what I mean? Like, it seems yeah. so out of place for just the movie. Like I got the nod, obviously, yes. but I was like, why is that even in here? Yeah. I was like, why also, I was like, why are they take, they don't have time for this shit. Like, what are they doing? And then but, Leon starts looking through a scrapbook, which is nearby. And this is the only thing they needed. They didn't need the video. I mean, I, I like the Ashford twins being referenced, but again, they're not going to get into the whole Ashford versus Spencer shit. But regardless, um, Leon's looking through a scrapbook where evidently the doctors are like, let's record our greatest atrocities right. against it's mankind like, in deceased, one convenient location. Deceased. Deceased. Yeah, this is the coffee table book with like yeah. all the... Lisa the, Trevor, yeah. you know, like, uh, you know, <laughs> mutilated, fucked with, you know, and it's like, let's just document it for funsies. And, and it's this like, is where Claire realizes, like, and then she they tortured out. us, they experimented on she the orphans. Turn out the pages like, Rah! And yeah, I was like, I'm like, I'm sitting going like, what does she know? I was like, like, you may need this for evidence. I'm like, what are you, what is the point of this? Like they used us. It's like, yeah, you already knew that she, she reacted. It's like, she just found this out. And it's like, you were bi- literally being taken to be experimented on. You already knew this. You've had time to like deal with. I this wonder if she knowledge. knew that though. I, did she fully know that? Or did she just suspect? Yeah, I guess you could walk it back in the way. What she, she knew, was in a chat room. <laughs> yeah. Right. What she knew is that they are taking kids somewhere to do something. And maybe she didn't know exactly what was going on. And that's like what, but bro- this book confirmed yeah. it all. And then she just loses it for a minute. It was just very <clears throat> extra. Yeah, it was though. Cause she did know it was something bad, right? I mean, they, they weren't taking him to get ice cream. Like yeah. she had to understand that something terrible, I mean, whether was it was experimentation or rape or whatever it is, you know, like she's had enough time to be like, they're doing something fucked up to children. Like she reacts like, Oh my God, I couldn't even imagine this. And it's like, really? I think you could have probably, imagine this yeah. based off what you were in this town to do to start with you sure. know but anyway irons, she freaks out yeah she's freaking out irons and claire are still kind of uh, searching around a little bit and they walk past the room and lisa trevor is in there and leon catches her eye and she goes shh and he goes 
hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's What's this lady over here? Holy shit. And he starts yelling out his brains. I'm like, oh my God, fucking lean on you. Useless piece of shit. Was that now? Was that, did you cut the movie in there? Was, that was astonishing. That's literally what happens. Yeah. Let me be as loud as possible because this creepy lady told me to hush. And then sure enough, there's a liquor on the ceiling and it gets chief uh, irons and yeah. pulls him up into the grate and like bites him in half or something. Um, and then this part fucking loved it. It was so stupid. Lisa Trevor jumps on the back of the liquor, arguably one of the more like deadly monsters in the Resident Evil series. Oh, they suck. Every time <laughs> you run into them in Resident Evil 2, they're the worst things oh, to fight. God. And they I imagine so they would lick. Much, they lick a lot. Yeah, they take so, no sucking, so many bullets and stuff to put <laughs> down. And she jumps on its back and wraps like a a piece of cloth in its mouth and is like wrangling, like trying not to be bit. And like King Kong, like rips its jaws apart and kills it. And she's like, like she doesn't really do that. But like she like gets on the back of this thing and like breaks its jaw and neck. And she's like done. And I'm like, bullshit. No, in the game, you gotta like fucking superhero level, like Hulk shit that she's doing on this thing. It takes a few rocket launches to kill a liquor in the game. Not a piece of cloth in the mouth. Uh No. I thought like been a, able to bite right through that cloth. Oh yeah, easily. Oh, it was like a swift breeze type enemy. <laughs> oh, this must be like a level one enemy. Guess not, huh? This is a nothing enemy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a bit much. Uh, but the design of the liquor spot on looks well, great. Cool, yeah. They did a great job on that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was called. I just called it. That's a big monster. <laughs> Liquor. liquor. Okay. Yeah. So then in the, in the games, they actually have like names like the T23 or, Makes you know, those such and such experiment. But everyone just has like little nicknames like that's the grabber. That's the liquor. That's, you know. And then Lisa re- recognizes Claire and goes friend and hands her a wad of keys. And she's like, you know where the mansion entrance is, don't you? And she's like, oh, of course they and do. And shows her how to get <laughs> to that secret entrance. Oh, like like I said, like a like a clippy, right? Like, and oh, then are you ab- looking for the mansion? And then they <laughs> abandon Lisa. Yeah, which Adios. I did not think was fair because she just helped you guys to get out of here, and they're like, "Oh, you're right. She's nuked now. <laughs> She's dead. oh yeah, <laughs> Lisa's friend. dead." And it's like, no, actually not. You stay here and die. I'm more like acquaintance, but <laughs> <laughs> I only worked with her. I don't know her yeah. that well. Coworkers. <laughs> I would have loved if Lisa turned around and was like, "Actually, you guys go ahead. I'll buy you time." Like in very like clear old Aww, English, poor. Like, this- thrown herself into a zombie horde and died. But yeah, this poor like messed up experimented on child who's grown up in this orphanarium by herself who basically recognized her only friend from ever just gets abandoned by her friend. Claire never thinks about her mentions her the rest of the movie. And this is a big problem I have with the whole Lisa Trevor plot line. It's just so weak and mishandled. It's so much better in the game. Yeah. It okay. is a great part of that remake yes. on the GameCube. And I understand you can't spend too much time, but why introduce her as this big of a character if you're not mm. going to fucking do something okay. with it? This is really sad still, but in Claire's defense, at that juncture, she didn't know the city was going to get destroyed at 6 p.m. Or a.m. True, rather. but at this point, you're gathering people together like, come with us, Lisa. You 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 fucking single handedly manhandled a liquor yes. to death. Come well, with us. It's a, you we have a Hulk. Like right. it is a tissue paper thin defense, but she didn't necessarily agree, leave I her agree. to die. You're right. At the very but. end, and I mean at the very end, instead of them expendables two walking out of the fucking train tunnel, there should have been a scene of like Man, sorry, Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Pour one out for Lisa. Yeah, but there was nothing. <laughs> uh, regardless, okay, Lisa's going to get torched here in a few minutes. It's just the fate she doesn't deserve, but that's what the hand she was dealt. Yeah. 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 
All right, now we're back to Wesker. <laughs> Wesker, he comes upon Birkin packing up his lab. Because, yeah, Birkin is now at the underground umbrella lab under the Spencer mansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, this cool. is the same mansion where in the first Resident Evil movie, Mia Jovich wakes up all confused in yes. a red dress, right? Supposed yes. to be, yes. Okay, just make sure. In theory, <laughs> in theory, a lot of things with the Resident Evil movies. So Wesker walks in, he's like, give me the case. Well, and I'll let you live. To set the scene, though, he's <laughs> he's got his family there, this this doctor. And th- yeah, and they're like on the other side of the table of like a zombie flayed open, just being like, please kill yeah. me. They <laughs> walk into this room and it's like alive and twitching, like miserable. And the poor wife thing. goes like, you know, Daniel, whatever his name is. She's like, you know, like even she calls him Dr. Birkin. It's she's weird. like, she's like, what, <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, this is my work. And I'm like, yo, divorce court is immediately in the future. Yeah. She, <laughs> like, she's like, once I'm not in mortal danger, we're going to end this. Uh, which in the video game, Annette Birkin is just involved as William is. Oh, she's also yeah. one of the scientists. They're both yeah. doing this. So stuff. one of my questions, a uh, spoiler for about five minutes is in the movie. Why the fuck am I watching this? <laughs> no, uh, so both these people get killed. So I wrote, is there anything special about the girl who just watched her whole family get murked? Am I supposed to know who she is? In the or? game, yes. Ah. Yes, she makes multiple reappearances throughout the franchise. And in Resident Evil 2, Claire saves her and gets her out of the uh, the lab. Okay. Uh, later on, she'll come back as a teenager in Resident Evil Revelations 2. Mm-hmm. So she's a main play, a main character. Okay, the so staple one of, the, of the franchise. The A tiers, gotcha. Yes. I was like, because they kept like le- mm-hmm. talking and showing about her, and I was like, I feel like I'm supposed to know who this person is. Yeah. And in the RE2 remake, there's a great sequence where you are in the orphanage. You've been captured by Chief Irons, and you got to play as Cheryl or Sherry, Sherry to get out. Chief Irons is a bad guy in the games. Yep. Oh, cause he's in his chief irons is actually involved with an umbrella. He's been using the power of the RPD to like, kind of like keep the town under wraps. So umbrella can do his shady shit behind. That's it. the worst thing I've ever heard. I was really a fan <laughs> of this guy. I love you irons. You did me dirty. Yeah. yeah. And Wesker is actually just fully on board with umbrella at this point. Yeah, I knew he's he was working. Bad, you know, I, I remembered him from the movie. The, yeah, he's the way me- worse. In he's the just not making, trying to make a little scratch. He's actually full on involved. He's kind of like they're, they're man on the inside. So anyway, yes, they, the wife is like, what the fuck? And he's like, don't worry about it. It's my work. And she's like, okay, cool. And then Wesker comes in. He's like, Dr. Birkin. And he's like, no, he doesn't say Dr. Birkin. He was like, I need those. Yeah. Points to the vials. And he's like, you can't have them. And he's like, give them here. He's, he's like, not make really, me. He's like, I'm not really asking. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. uh, no, <laughs> not gonna. <laughs> Finders he, keeper, bro. Like, and he's like, who do you work for? He's like, does it really matter? And he's like, no, I guess not. And he turns his back to Wesker and there's a gun behind the case. And he picks up the gun and he spins around and he shoots Wesker in the shoulder. Yes. Yeah, but I think it hit his vest is like where it's supposed yeah. to be. No, it's his shoulder. You can see the bullet hole in his arm. Oh, right. And then Wesker proceeds to put three right into Birkin and Birkin goes to the floor. Yep. Bam. Family's freaking out. Ah. Annette grabs the gun, holds it at Wesker. Wesker goes, put the gun down. Like, don't do anything stupid. Shoots her right in the head. Bam. Bam. Yeah. And she goes down and then Sherry goes and runs and hides. And then uh, we watch Birkin, he starts to go like, give me the vial, give me the vial. And he gets a vial before he's dead and injects it in himself. Which we don't see, but evidently he injects himself with a vial as, because right. um, at this point, Wesker's like, come out, kid. I'm not going to hurt you. I was I didn't really mean to kill your mom, blah, blah, blah. And then 
He goes to look at the vial. He sees one's missing, and that's when Sherry comes out with the gun. She's fully strapped now, and she's like, aha, now I have the upper hand, sucker. And I was like, three McFlies, <laughs> same gun. <laughs> Sherry's got the drawn gun on, or he's got the gun drawn on Wesker. Now, what happens here? Does someone Jill, shoot Jill Wesker? Jill shoots okay, off screen, naturally, screen. yes. Because I thought fucking Sherry blew him up. I was like, yo, kid. I didn't see the like muzzle flash. I was like, did that kid just fucking lay out Wesker? Holy shit. You just hear prap. Yeah. And then, oh, there's Jill off screen. Wesker and goes down to the ground. He's like, I wasn't going to do it, kid. I wasn't going to pull the trigger. I think he would have pulled the and trigger. Then Jill's all like, how could he? he's like, it was just about the money, but I'll tell you how to get out of here because I'm a good guy. I, I really didn't want to hurt anybody. I'm a good guy. I regret all my decisions in the last 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> it's so bad the way they make him try to become like a, like not even anti-hero, just become like a sympathetic, a sympathetic, you know, villain. And he is so much not that in the games. So maybe that's what the next movie's journey will be. Except that he's working with fucking Ada, and Ada. Di- well, anyway, uh, anyway let's get Wesker straight up dies. Yeah, dead. Okay, he's gone. Jill's still baby. Jill's crying a little bit. Oh my Wesker, <laughs> my big boy my Wesker's sweet gone. boy toy, <laughs> my almost child murdering crush. <laughs> and they escape through the tunnels, and they end up on the train. Yeah, um, pretty badass train. Is this from the game? Yes, okay. part two. Nice. Uh, this is more part two than part one. This movie is a lot more part two than part one. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's because um, it's no Barry. Barry, where's Barry? Dead Birkin has mutated into the mutant yeah, creature from talking. part two. Okay. Uh, he's got the eyeball shoulder and the long graspy fingers, all like bio looking, almost like this Kanida was great. from um, Akira. Akira. Yeah, and he's fucking well, up Chris. Akira. If you will, Akira, sorry. Tatsuo, Kanida. So they're uh, they're fighting it out, and, and uh, Chris basically can't get through a, a skinny doorway. So he's like, "Take the kid, Jill, and get out of here to safety." And I think that's when Jill and them run into like Claire and all them. But Claire, I think, is who kills the monster off screen because Chris is getting fucking schooled. Yes, because right. you know, during this fight. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and so like. Birkin becomes like, you know, like monster Birkin, which I was like, oh, are we getting tyrants in this movie also? We didn't get a tyrant. No tyrants, just so, G mutated monster Birkin. Yep. And he's all like, he grabs Chris. He's like, the fact that you think that you could be a son of mine. Ha ha ha. You dumb, ignorant fool. Like you're nothing to me. I'd never be a dad to you. And he's just like, stop saying these things. <laughs> Get your ass fucking handed to him by this monster. Your words sting more than this beating. <laughs> Which I'm just like, wow, the insult to injury. It's like, I'm going to kill you. But by the way, you were nothing to me. And then, like, he ends up, like, I think Claire shoots him and knocks yeah, him down so the Yeah, so Chris ground. is, like, a, in, on the co- in a corner, like, basically just crying, like, I loved you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really, but he really... We are definitely amping it up a yeah. little bit. It's not this but he, severe. He's whipped. Why did he need to even talk about not being a son Because to- we needed some closure to that plot line yeah. they opened no, up. we didn't. <laughs> Who knows? Because they're like, you know what? We don't. We haven't stuffed enough in this movie trying to put two video games in there. Let's add some original shit. They just tried to make us care about characters, and we didn't need... Like, we don't care. There are heroes. Done. Green. We're going. We're on board already. Like, you don't need to be like, well, Jill's in love with so-and-so, and and Chris has a, a, a daddy complex, and Claire just wants to basically, like, 
you know, like get revenge. And it's like, we don't give a shit about anything. We care about zombies. We care about our heroes doing badass shit. And we care about umbrella. That's all anyone's cared about in fucking resident evil. No one ever goes back and thinks about the games. of like, wasn't that great when Leon got to shake the president's hand? He was like, finally validation for my hard work. No, no one says anything. Like, remember when Leon totally took out that Granado or whatever, who was like a giant fucking ogre thing. That was rad. Moving on. It drives me crazy. I this fucking movie tried to do all that. And I was did like, not bother me as much as at or at all. I was just like, all right, this is dumb, lot. but it was so paint by numbers bullshit to try to get us to be sympathetic to these characters. And it's like, we don't need it. We're already here for them. I just thought it was cool that this monster was trash talking and kicking <laughs> ass. So I, I was like, all right, cool. Filmmakers going to make film. Yeah. Okay? They, they're going to put this stuff in Physical there. and emotional damage. Like, That's how we roll. To, I have to tie that thread up nice and neat with a, uh, a villainous, monologue at the end. I'm yeah. going to dump it in there. And that's what happens. It was so dumb anyway. Yeah, but we spent, we I, spent I more time ranting about it than it was in the actual movie. The whole scene was Regardless, like Regardless, all right, I have a problem with it moving on. <laughs> uh, so, so Claire, Claire shotguns him right in the face. Yeah, I thought it was going to have to be like a real big fight. Like they'd have to team up, but they just, this guy gets shot one time. He's like dead. This <laughs> whole movie suffered from that. Anytime the liquor showed up, boom, done. You know, fucking, I almost said Gordon Birkin shows up, boom, done. You know, I'm just like, Yo, y'all gotta have some stakes to these monsters. Yeah, like the I, zombies were more effective than these giant mutated beasts. Agreed. In my True. notes, I was like, "Oh, boss fight." Nope. Then I put a frowny <laughs> face. <laughs> that wasn't very boss at no. all. Uh, but don't worry, he's not actually dead. He's just mostly dead, just like in the game. Yeah. So oh, the, okay. So <laughs> I just the, said, "Yeah," like I knew. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like the no. game. <laughs> so the explosion takes place as they're riding along the trail on the train tracks headed out, and they get hit with a blast. But with the blast comes a renewed G-variant mutant Dr. Birkin. He's more massive than ever, and he's a face like as a skull almost. It's very big. Yeah, that's the main thing. He's huge. And on his shoulder, but he still has Birkin face (laughs) on his shoulder, you know? Yeah. And he manages to grab Claire, and they start struggling, and Claire takes a knife and stabs it right into the eye of Dr. Birkin face on the shoulder, Enough to stun him as he drops Claire. Everybody's like, oh, shit, this is game over. But out of from behind him comes Leon with a rocket launcher. In a small train car. (laughs) We got it from first class. Which he says. Yes. Regardless of where he got it from, if you shoot an RPG in a train car, everyone's dead from concussive blast. You would think, but not this time, <laughs> not an RPD. No, the star's training. I did love how they actually like shot the eyes on the shoulder of Birkin to make him like stunned and weak, just like in the game. I Again, mm. this would be so good with like all the great nods to the games. Yeah, the creature explodes, falls off the train, half the train is blown away, and uh, they come to a stop, right? It kind of derails, yeah. 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 And then they walk out of the train tunnel into the light, and then weirdly on the screen, it's like all this like Terminator 2 like text scrolling up. It's like survivors. Wait, did we miss Raccoon City blowing up? No, I said that's when the monster showed up. The whole explosion. Oh, okay. I, I, dude, I totally didn't even hear you say that. But then they all jump in the air and it freeze frames. Might as well. (laughs) Really, it's just such an odd choice to end the movie with like that. They're like, it's like the umbrella logs, like. Okay, we, we need to read the report. What happened? It's like survivors well, zero. That's the thing is when you play the game after you beat the story in part one or part two, you get a mission report that actually has yes. all that stuff listed. So they did that but as a reference a movie, to that. It just that. felt weird and awkward. It was so dumb. But yeah, I when they assumed... walked out of that tunnel, I was like, get fucked. Yeah, that's... I was also like that. But I, I assumed that was text was to show like, oh, 
rec- the Umbrella Corporation thought Survivor Zero, like they squared us all away. But actually, we know there's like five survivors, and that's like the setup for the next movie or something. I just feel like that information could have been delivered in a better fashion. I, yeah, I did expect it to like zoom out again and then be like in a control room or yeah, something. Yeah, then that would make yeah. more sense. But no, it stops freeze frame Resident Evil yeah. splash on the screen and then credits. But we're not quite done. No, God, no. Because yeah. we get a mid credit scene. A body bag, and it's flailing around inside and unzips itself, and look, Wesker's alive. (gasps) Which, I'm sorry, you cannot be in a body bag that long and fucking not suffocate. I mean, I guess he was already dead. Yeah. Also, wait, Ada says that they gave him a shot and stuff to bring him back to life. Why would they put him back in the body bag? Maybe it takes a while. (laughs) (laughs) What, are they just storing him in there for freshness? Zip him up. He needs to hibernate. Yeah, I would (laughs) love to see, like, a weekend at Wesker's. (laughs) Oh, man, that would be great. Eventually, this will kick in. I said hibernate. I meant incubate. Maybe yeah. he needs to sit and warm up in his Good bag thing. for a little bit. But he gets up and he's like, bah, 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 what is going on? Who are you? He's like, doesn't matter. And then Ada, My eyes, I can't see. Yeah, he's like, that's just one of the side effects of coming back from the dead. And then hands him the patented Wesker glasses. Which he wore in the first game. He was right. always in sunglasses. He's always had these on, but not in this movie. And he puts them on and his voice immediately changes. <laughs> Did you notice that? He's like, yep. well, I can't see. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Another side effect. Right. Those glasses make me talk deeper because yeah. now I feel like I'm cool. And then I was like, oh, I remember you from the movie. Yeah. Is that when you realized who it <laughs> no, was? No, I, I reckon okay. that the name's uh, uh, distinct enough. That I was like, oh, I was confused because he's a bad guy in the movie. And, right. Uh, but but yeah, when Ada Wong like walks out, he's, he's like, who, who are you? She's like, Ada, Ada Wong. I was like, of course. Of course, she's supposed to be clandestine, but we're going to give her her whole first and last fucking name. I was so pissed every time they said that. So Ada's there, and Ada's like, you work for us now. And he's like, let's do this. I'm in Resident Evil. Do I still get Palm Pilots? Because those were cool. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really into tech. Uh, Yeah, so Ada's not in the first game. She's mentioned via email on one of the computers in the game but she's mm-hmm. definitely in part two yeah so you find out there's another group that's basically trying to like kind of it's it's an offshoot of umbrella previous umbrella people who are also trying to bring down or do their own umbrella it's messy it's so messy hmm. but and i never even played the chronicles games either which i hear makes it even fucking more convoluted and shit but great that's what this franchise needs more <laughs> convolution please <laughs> But as of June 2022, uh, Tom Hopper, who was the actor who played Wesker, Wesker, said that Sony and Constantin Films are pleased with the films and saw its expanding success on video on demand, and he hopes to play Wesker again. Uh, The director has also gone on to say that he's looking forward to uh, adapting more games from the franchise, and he really wants to do Code Veronica next. Ooh, so I don't know anything about that. This is why but... they would put the Ashford twins in there, as if he was like getting that little tie-in now, yeah, in case you... he got the opportunity to do it again. But you said that story sucked. Why would they do a movie with a sucky story? Maybe he wants to rewrite it. Okay, and then they could do the remake honestly, with the movie story. Honestly, it can only go up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the the umbrella tie-in Code Veronica is fine, but it's the rest of the story that you're just like, oh. Yeah. Steve. So that brings us to the question. Would you recommend this film? 
Uh, yeah, I was. I liked it a lot. I mean, I don't know shit about the video games, and I only know about the Paul W. S. Anderson movies. So, do you think it's better than those? Oh, yeah, so much. I mean, like, thank you. I'd have to. I'd have to go back and rewatch the first one because no, I actually don't. didn't think that one wasn't that bad. But it's terrible. She movies, jump kicks a dog in the face. Yeah, that was Stupid. awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but those movies get like so bloated and crazy garbage. and wild. Yeah. The so this only is definitely. Thing I remember is her red dress, which I was like, that's an Ada thing, and the fucking laser beams dicing that dude. That's yeah. the only, the only about the scene. original Resident Evil movies. Well, then there's like a computer kid, right? Like a little... Yes. Yeah, I remember that. The so. umbrella computer-generated yeah. girl's like, they have a need, a need to feed. A and need like, for oh. speed. Wait, did they really say a need for feed? That's what the little girl computer program yeah. says in the movie. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, I mean, this is definitely better than those, like, by quite... Especially the back half of that catalog. I'm going to say that I would recommend it very cautiously. I think if you're a fan of the games, you are not going to get a more true-to-game adaptation than this. This is probably going to be the closest thing to the video games you will see on screen. Straight up agreed. Unless they do a Resident Evil 7 slash 8. Which this director says he wants to if that he can get that far down. Himself. <laughs> Funny enough, originally this movie was tied to James Wan producing with another guy writing. Russo. They, the yeah. Captain America fucking yeah. Endgame people. Like they were they were going to make a Resident Evil movie. Yeah. And it was basically they wanted to base it more off 7. Because 8 wasn't out yet. So but they I'm not sure what happened. But yeah, they ended up walking away they, from they the project. They went to Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and made that one. They left oh. it because they so wanted to focus there. So in that case, there. then y'all dodged a bullet because that Mortal Kombat movie sucked. I didn't like it. Yeah, this is better than that oh, movie. I never saw that movie. You know what? You're right. I think I agree. I think this is better than Mortal Kombat 2021. Well, the guy's I like, haven't I'm seen in... Mortal Kombat, and I'm going to agree <laughs> with you guys. Yeah. Well, the guy's like, I'm an MMA, MMA fighter, except I suck, and I'm the last person you want in a fight. He's fucking oh, trash. Oh, God, that's right. They make up a whole new combatant. Yeah. Who oh, really? is just like Johnny No-Nuts off the streets. The worst. I'd rather, <laughs> I think I'd have a better chance with no combat training uh, than this guy did. But so. regardless, um, like I said, I would lose... I would cautiously recommend it just to see what you think about it if you play the games sounds like if you haven't played the games it might be a better time yeah in general so i will add a, an asterisk to my recommendation that it's a stupid movie the movie is fucking dumb but if you could accept that and i'll you know i sometimes like dumb movies right i mean i watch like commando and bullshit and like go watch predator dumb movie but if you whoa, can accept whoa, whoa. that that's Predator's my favorite back of the box better. it's stupid it's fucking dumb <laughs> predator's way better but than it's this. a dumb movie Oh, no, get fucked. Predators, like, you know what they don't do is they're like, guys, I had a father figure in Dutch, you know, blah, blah. No, they these are our heroes. They're going to go do some stuff. That's what this movie should have done. Okay, hold, you're going to... Rescind your Predator example and let's move on. No, Predator <laughs> is great, but things can be great and dumb. Sometimes they're great because they're dumb. I don't know what you're talking about. As someone who basically loves the movie Hot to Trot, it's called <laughs> Bobcat Goldblatt in the voice of John Goodman. Rob I have no idea what you're talking about. RoboCop and Predator are perfect movies. Sure. Oh, you know what? I'm not... <laughs> no, oh, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let this... I'm gonna let this uh, John, sleeping let's dog just step lie, away. But... Let's just step away quietly. Um, you got time to bleed or whatever. I ain't got time to bleed. Yeah, that's a great line. What are you it's talking so about? Dumb. That's this so shit right here make you a sexual tyrannosaur. Anyways, we could be here all day talking about Predator. Garrett, would you recommend this movie? Yes, I'd recommend this movie. I'd recommend this really, movie. Really? You've been angry this yeah, whole episode. <laughs> to what you said, if you like the Resident Evil games, you're going to enjoy enough of what's in this movie to make it you know, fun to watch. Am I pissed that I watched this by myself? Yes. Would I have rather watched it with you guys or anybody else and like be able to talk shit and have fun with it while I watched it? Absolutely, it would have been that much better. So do not watch it solo. 
unless you're a big Resident Evil fan. And you know what? If you are, you're probably going to dig this movie. It's got some dumb shit in it, but you know what? It's manageable. And the movie's not, it's competently made. It's just, it insults the fuck out of its audience. And I had a problem with that. Well, we went into this thing thinking there would be three rebukes and just stay away from this garbage to having three very cautious, mild recommendations. Look, sometimes you just got to get in the garbage. <laughs> Ask any ex-girlfriend I've ever had. <laughs> what am I, a raccoon? Yeah. In a city of them. Oh. Listeners, have you... Oh, my sweet trash pandas. <laughs> Where have you gone? <laughs> Listeners, have you seen Resident Evil? Welcome to Raccoon City. Why don't you let us know on our social media? We've got an Instagram, a Facebook, a Twitter page. You can find all of our stuff at thegravetalk.com. Well, I think next time we're doing Nope. We are. We're doing the Jordan Peele Nope. So get that one watched. Let us know what you think about Resident Evil and join us for Nope next time. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. <laughs>